What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known wake-up show from Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF, that is Every Woman's Fantasy, the Unbinder, the owner of Fixes Binds LLC, not only that, the Black Moses of this, the King of Kings, of course, and the best edutainment here on YouTube and the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the undeniable, the undebatable, the one and only CGAC God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. The whole effing show is back. And yes, we missed last night, but we will be continuing the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. And uh, we're going to talk about something today. Our main event subject matter is going to be surviving a woman's subtle manipulation tactics and these are subtle manipulation tactics these are tactics that everybody's fully aware of but we might think we can power through it and power throughing it is going to be at our demise and our apparel we're also going to discuss lou ferrigno the incredible hulk the incredible hulk lou ferrigno mr pumping iron himself is getting a divorce after 43 years oh my goodness 43 years of marriage 43 years of marriage. Absolutely reprehensible. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater also, and a little bit of doom and gloom. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of doom and gloom. And why women quit therapy, all right? Why, why women quit therapy and why they therapist shop. And we're going to talk about that manipulation tactic as well. All right, the use of uh, therapy and mental health. We do have some great clips of women getting in binds using mental health as a pivot, as a way to get out of binds and fix his binds. All right, so, yeah, man, what a crazy thing. But do me a favor, hit the like button. You in here with the greatest show on turf and the greatest show on earth with an F, 193 million square miles. I believe I got the number right. But uh, other than that, let me tell you how to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimbo Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that will be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Without further ado, guess what day it is? It is Tuesday. Gordita. All right, it is time for your slow Tuesday to fix his herbine. All right, and herbine is attention. Never money. All right, but if she's a good woman and faithful, she will actually be down for you like a down-ass chick. As a matter of fact, Long Beach, California, Long Beach, California, show us your gorditas. Hello, Long Beach. Yes, indeed. Oh, she got titties on her back, too. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. Let me let me see what she got going on here. Oh, the humanity. All right. Here we go right here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, look at the muffin. Oh, she built like Grimace. Oh, the humanity. Look at that, boy. Hey, man, I want to see them get the scrapping. Oh, she got her feet out. Let's go. Oh, my Lord. Look at this chalupa. <laughs> Ay, 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 chimichanga. Good look at this thing hanging over the fupa print going crazy. Titties on her back. Hey, man, so look at it. Look at Oh, man, there was another one ahead of her, too. Who's going to win? 
Hey, these are some real Latinos. Zach, come so on. Fight me in the street. Man, what is going on with this? What is going on? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Like she's spilling out of these pants. Ma'am, pants aren't for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at this. This is just a disgrace. Oh, the humanity. All right, and this one right here, dude, this woman makes this woman look slim. <laughs> Come on. Okay, okay, now look at this one. Look at this one. She's filling up the whole screen. Oh, my. Oh, the humanity. She's filling up the whole screen, man, but it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We got to get us one. I got to get me one. Yes, indeed. Goodness. What is going on, man? People out here, man, they ain't got no damn sense of self-control. All right, they just letting themselves come out here looking like slop-a-lobs. All right, hold on for a second. Let me put this PayPal up. This is crazy. Like, do people have pride anymore? Goodness, that's probably, and that woman probably got five babies. All right, that, that woman got five babies. You already know, man, somebody to knock that up, clean up. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to pin something to the top of the live chat. I think I got it right. Yeah, man, she got five babies. Like ninjas is putting, not ninjas, all right? Latino ninjas is putting babies in this. <laughs> I mean, this woman right here probably got five kids <laughs> with this ill-fitting outfit. But it's Tuesday. She can get clap cheeked. <laughs> she can get clap cheeked on a slow Tuesday. Shout out to uh, Long Beach, California, IA. And what's going on, man? Let's keep celebrating Tuesday. Let's keep celebrating Tuesday with an oldie but goodie. Oh, man. Wait a minute. Oh, the humanity. What is this? This is some of y'all ninjas right here. Oh, y'all some dirty, nasty boys in here. Y'all nasty. Oh, that's nasty. He a certified nasty boy laying down. Uh-oh. You know this ain't going to end well right here. This ain't going to end well at all. Turned over on your... Wow. Some of y'all want that type of treatment. This is gonna this is gonna be terrible. I already know. Look out. Here it comes. Oh, she doing jumping jacks. Okay. Make it happen, girl. Make it rain. Make it rain. Look out. Wham. Oh, what the hell? Oh no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. This listen, we can't show this this a family show. This is a family show. What in the hell? Oh, the humanity. <laughs> you nasty boys are super duper nasty. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, let's bring it all home with some nice, you know, small variety Latinas. Oh, my goodness. El Paso, Texas. Carne asada, spicy. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Ooh, here we go. Mamacita. Senorita. Hello. What we got here? Cartello cheeks. Okay. Cartello chicas. All right, the cartel's best. Ooh, I like the flat bag right there. Give me that. Ooh, give me the one in the blue. Okay, let me at her. Let me at her. Let me at her. I'll take some of these. I'll get a head chopped off of one of these girls. Give me at her. Let me at her. Do they know how to make tacos? Give me, give, give me, give me this one. Give me, give me that one. That, that, that one. Let me at her. Let me at her. Oh my goodness, the one in the this one. Okay, the flat backed one and the one in the blue. Let me at her. Let me at her. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm down for a cartel of Chica. I'm down to get my, <laughs> I'm down to get my chimichanga chopped off for a little bit of fun. Yeah, man. These are some real, these women will stab you in your throat. These women will stab you in your throat. So watch out. Everybody take it easy. Let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Shout out to MC Hamster in first. And he says, XX is stink. They know. 
What? They are, man, okay. Hold on for a second. You got me reading early. You got me reading a typo. <laughs> it says right here. XXs think they know what a man, I don't know what you're saying here, and what they want from a man. That's what we'll start. He says, do you ask a fish how to get caught or ask a fisherman how to catch a fish? Shout out to you. All right, Albert Wesker says Lou Ferrigno about to get Hulk smashed in a gray divorce. And this Lou Ferrigno story is scary. There's a lot of layers to the story, including his daughter, his oldest daughter, Legacy, his wife, who I believe is suffering from dementia, and he about to get fish filleted in the divorce. All right, shout out to Rational Rationality. says CGA look up a brother named AJ. Ferreira, a D1 national champion in wrestling in a WWE NIL signee. He got me tooed for a great charge, and he won his case today. Shout out to him. Congratulations for winning your case against the internationally known false alligators. Let's go ahead and let the false alligators know. We know who you are out here. You're the deadliest team out here. All right, look at that logo. I mean, the alligators. She's a false alligator. All right, shout out to the false alligators. Uh, another L right here. Another L. We'll we'll catch up with that story maybe perhaps tonight. Somebody will have to share it for me on my as I process all stories that I need to get through today. Thank you for sharing that. Joshua Moon says, thanks for reading my $2 super chat coach. Shout out to you, Daniel McGee. I can't be manipulated. Leverage and options. Free agent lifestyle for life. Indeed. Floyd Holt says, Ebony Williams said she, she has... Vitals, or I think you mean vials, vials of black sperm a few weeks ago. Her IG story shows her that she was in Vegas too, and CGA stays near Vegas, and uh, he's thinking about this. Yeah, Ebony, if you're still in Vegas, you know what to do. You know what to do. Drop a, drop a slide my DMs, and we will take care of them. Senior clap cheeks for Tuesday, right? Because I will clap them cheeks. I mean, I'm not above that. You just don't stick around long. And no, <laughs> never mind. He said, by the way, it's a my birthday, too. Shout out to you. It's your birthday. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Ebony Williams has not been to my house yet. So anyway, by the way, I want to announce something right here. I'm going. That's not what I want to announce. I want to announce that the Raiders did win. That's why I wasn't here last night. The Lakers were in town. I was at the Lakers game. Raiders had Monday night football here, and uh, Raiders won. All right, so Raiders, and if you're not on CGA Sports and or CGA Got Game, we're going to review that coming up on Saturday. We do our NFL breakdown, and yes, the Raiders are back in business, of course, going two and three in the first five game of a hectic schedule. It's not too bad. No, we'll never blow anyone out. But we, we prevent it dropping out of the standings, out of my standings right now. So, anyway, shout out to Raider Nation. Raiders in the house. Shout out to the Green Bay Packers getting fish filleted. Th- the Packers who were who, ate, who we thought they were. They who were we thought they were. You know what I mean if you watch my CGA Sports channel. Okay, we got cash. Let's see if we got cash app in the building. Let's see if we got cash app in the building. Maybe. Nope. <laughs> we do not. Okay, and then that means it's almost time to get to the show. Let me see what's going on over on the other ones, and then we'll get it going here. Green Bay Packers. 
All right, we got no government name. SD says, thanks for the money mindset. I finally created a TikTok page where I screen record my chess games with music in the background. Even if I don't make $1, it keeps my mind in a producing mindset. Shout out to you. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. Uh, guys, the social media game is not going away. And if you do want some social media game, patreon.com backslash money mindset is where we do this on Sunday, amongst other topics, amongst other mindset topics, not just content creation. Okay, and do we do have nobody else ready to go? So that means this show is ready to go. And we're going to start off with Doom and Gloom CGA. Doom and Gloom CGA back in here. This is going to be interesting. We're going to live in interesting times. I'm going to tell you that uh, it has been announced that members of Congress, sorry, that members of Congress have indeed bought war stocks ahead of the Hamas attack on Israel. New, 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 new world order. Now, listen, we will all know how this works. What's going to happen is these stories are going to come out. Nobody's going to believe them. And then they were like, this wouldn't happen. We have a loyal, faithful group of people that will protect the interest of our people. They know who their daddy is. It is the American people. And these people would never do this. And why would you do this and make this political? This is absolutely reprehensible. And then years down the line, the truth will be revealed and it'll be too damn late. They will cash in and it will be gone here. But listen, these conspiracy theories are abound. War profiteering is an absolute fact. Uh, we know this even from the weapons of mass destruction days. We even know this even before that, even the war of 1812. I mean, everybody knows what it is. People are funding wars. People are politically motivated to uh, sign off on war, and they, they, they benefit. This is war profiteering, and when you see these things happening, this isn't about true justice in an American way or the uh, world way. This isn't about disunity of people. This isn't about really hate. This is about money. At the end of the day, look, this is how I look at it. It's about money. Now, this is just one media outlet. I, I'm here to try to show you that there's multiple people that have reported on this, even CNBC. What? Are you kidding me? New, 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 new world order. Even they're talking about this. And, of course, this should not come as any surprise. But the normies won't believe it. That people are profiteering from war. Let's just go ahead and play this. Makers on Capitol Hill were trading stocks in defense companies, just as Russia was getting ready to invade Ukraine. New, new, One of those new, lawmakers new, new is the Republican order. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. Records show she bought stock in the defense contractor Lockheed Martin just one day before the invasion started last month. Lockheed Martin and Raytheon jointly make these missile launchers called Javelins. The United States already sent thousands of them to Ukraine, and new, President new, Biden new, just new, promised new the country order. thousands more to help defend against the Russian forces. On the same day Congresswoman Green made the Lockheed investment, she also tweeted in part, War and rumors of war is incredibly profitable and convenient. New, 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 she new later responded order. to criticism of the investment, saying, Our investment advisor has full discretionary authority over our accounts. We have owned this American company for years, and this small investment was part of our overall investment strategy. New, 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 the new, critics new say lawmakers order. should not be able to trade individual stocks. They receive all sorts of information that all the rest of us do not. 
See, that's the that's one of the keys there. And listen, this is just how it goes. I know people don't want to hear this and they don't want to believe it. And they'll be like, this isn't the right thing to do, guys. You ain't going to do nothing to stop it. It's too late. Y'all be voting over some silly shit and you vote people in and they go in there and do business as usual. Most of these people are millionaires on paper, but their job doesn't pay them more than sixty to three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, you do the math. You do the math. But uh, guys, this is this is should not be a surprise. And uh, you should prepare yourself as such. And in fact, if you want to go ahead and make a couple of dollars yourself. All right. But what I don't want to see is you flying flags and choosing sides. All right. Because people are uh, the people who, and this is not a secret, the people who do stuff like this, they're benefiting from whoever wins. In fact, they also benefit from elongated war. They also benefit from you hearing one side and saying, put my flag up and protect this side. And that side's the bad guy. Okay. Now, both people who are in a fight, there's his story and her story, and there's the truth. Somewhere in between, there are some bad guys, and there are some bad guys on both sides, no doubt. But when it comes down to this, we don't need to choose sides. I don't choose sides. Unfortunately, I can't choose sides. I already know that there's money in there. So where the money at? (laughs) All right, this about money. And where the money at? I don't want to hear this bullshit that these are the bad guys and these are the good guys. Listen. I want the money side. Where we at? New, 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 new world order. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm the bad guy. Let me be the bad guy. But let me tell you. Anyway, let's get on to this one right here. Another doom and gloom segment that we actually talked about. Uh, these Airbnb situations are turning sideways on these owners as well as um, landlords and people paying their rent. Now, you have the tenant from hell. This is a woman who refused a woman who refused to pay for her luxury Airbnb for 540 days. She says she has a legal right to stay. And so I've shared another story similar to this where the guy's just squatting and actually is renting out portions of the apartment or house that he's squatting in, even with the landlord living in their van outside the premises. It's absolutely reprehensible and despicable. But these are the things that are happening in today's time. People are in survival mode. People are in swindle mode. People are in jacking mode. Strike jacking. And the moral compass is being thrown away. Now There can't be a time now where people say, where men are the bad guys, women are the good guys. It's not even, there's no, there's no possible way that with the amount of stories we see on a daily basis that we can believe such things. So prepare for more of this to happen. And uh, good luck for any property owners and everybody who said real estate, buying houses and being a landlord. You know, you're, landlords have got crushed over the last three years. Crushed, especially in blue cities. Crushed because you've had nobody defending your rights. And they, how dare you? How dare you continue to charge in this how day and time? How dare you? All right. Anyway, sad times we're living in, man. Protect your neck. Got to protect your neck out here. And uh, going to get you some. When you can get you some. Another Doom and Gloom segment here. Ohio youth social worker arrested on her 24th birthday and accused of doing something. S-A-S-A-ing a 13-year-old boy months after getting her license. Oh, man. Ring the bell on this. All right. So uh, what do you have here? You have a Kaylee, like this woman's 24 junior college material, just graduated from a freshman or whatever she is. Are you a freshman at the university? 
No, no. You look like no. a freshman. Okay. All right. So Gen Z off to a good start right here. 24 years old. What does she do? A social worker. Oh God. Social workers, social workers. All right. I used to talk to the social worker, man. Social workers, bro. They a different breed. They a different breed. Like you never paying off your student loans. If you're a social worker. All right, but anyway, they be getting like master's degrees in social work. <laughs> Listen, it says right here, a social worker in Ohio, of course, who just got her license over the summer is accused of essaying a 13-year-old boy. She was supposed to counsel, counsel, at least two times in September. Her name is Peyton, first name, last name, of course. Peyton Harley or Horley Shires was arrested on October 6th, somewhere in Franklin County, which happens to have been her 24th birthday. And it says right here, according to the, uh, according to the municipal court records, she's being charged with unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. And uh, it says right here, except as otherwise provided in Division B4 of this section, if the offender is 10 years, 10 or more years older then the other person, unlawful sexual conduct with the minder is a felony of the third degree, which I assume if he's less than 10 years, it's a misdemeanor. I have no idea. According to the uh, Columbus Dispatch, Columbus, Ohio, I knew it. I knew it. Shires was reported to the Columbus Police Department on September 27th by the mother who said she saw messages from the suspect to her son asking if the mother had seen the videos or messages or if these videos had been deleted when the mother showed her son's phone to the cop, they allegedly found the videos of illicit sexual contact and text that Shire didn't want anyone else to see. After law enforcement set up an interview with the 13-year-old and learned about the two other incidences, the cops listened in as the boy's mother called up and spoke with Shire. And it says right here during the call, Shire allegedly admitted to the sexual relationship you mean the grape? <laughs> what do you mean the sexual relationship? That's how they always frame it when a woman does it. Well, they had a sexual relationship. No, that's called, she graped the, she graped the young man, yeah. And it says right here she was arrested the next day on her birthday. They showed that she became a licensed social worker in the state of Ohio as recent as June 12, 2023. And it's right here as of Monday morning that license status is listed as active and set to expire Two years from the date it was issued and so forth and so on. I got a question. I got a question. See, the dating marketplace is so weird and women are so independent. I, you know, there was a time that would say women would do such a thing like this. Uh, men are the predators. But what we're seeing is when women are given the opportunities, they're probably just as likely to be predators in many situations as men have been in the past. And this probably has been going on for a long time. Unfortunately, these stories don't come out as often. The media normally protects them. Maybe she'll get a slap on the wrist with this third degree felony. I'm not sure. But uh, take a look. I mean, you know, she's a snow cow. She headed to Pogsville. She definitely headed to Pogsville. Yeah, she. you could tell she a little bit thick. Like, if you if you knock her up, she headed to, um, she headed to blimp. Oh, the humanity. She going to blow up like the Goodyear blimp, without a doubt. All right, but uh, 24 years old, she still got time. And uh, somebody needs to fix this, her bind. Anybody else know if somebody can fix that bind? Let's see if Percy Earl knows what to do here. Percy Earl, let her rip. 
I don't know. I'm in a bind, Percy Earl. Well, Percy Earl can help you get up out that bind, baby. I sure enough can help you do that. Man, Percy Earl. Hey, chill out. She sure can. Hey, she in a bind. Don't. Why you taking advantage of this poor woman right here? Bind. Yeah, she in the bind. Hold up. Hold up. I don't know. I'm in a bind, Percy Earl. Well, Percy Earl can help you get up out that bind, baby. Oh. I sure enough can help you do that. Oh, she can. Okay. All right, Percy Earl. Chill out, man. Hey, Percy Earl. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. It's a little too early in the morning for this. I, I haven't even finished my first cup of coffee yet. Actually, this is my second. Percy, everybody, you can't fix this. Everybody's buying. All right. You can't get you can't have everybody get up out of their buying. Okay, this young lady's in a terrible predicament, and you want to fix this or buying. All right, hey man, chill out out here. All right, Time man. Of your life. Hold on for a second. I got the wrong thing running here. And uh, let me check it out. Let's, that's doom and gloom for the day. We're almost at Straggle and Snickle Theater. Let's get right into it. How about that? All right, right in the Straggle and Snickle Theater. That was the echo straggle in Snickle Theater. But anyway, I didn't mute it, but it's okay. I heard you heard it in echo version. Mm. All right, straggle in Snickle Theater. I knew I was pressing the wrong button. Uh, straggle in Snickle Theater here. Uh, we do have some ladies that are dining out. We showed you some colored people dining. Wait a minute. I know you're not mad. Mm. It was the echo. Hey, um, listen. Um, I know you. I showed you some colored people going to Dining Dash yesterday. Yeah. We got some more people out here, colored folks, that are trying to figure out what's going on here. Uh, this is this right here. Women, when they go out to eat, it says right here, when you're having the time of your life with your friends at Grove or Groove, and suddenly, this is how women go out. Here we go. When you're having the time of your life with your friends at Groove, and suddenly, the bill comes. <laughs> All of a sudden, they want to ask, damn, man, people like this are a disgrace. Look at their faces. Look at this one's face right here. Look at her face. She worried. Ooh, she in a bind, this one. She in a bind. Look at her, bro. They was out there shaking and doing a stanky leg earlier. She in a bind. You know what's going to happen. She thinking thoughts. She's like, should I run? Should I get up out of here? <laughs> Look at that face. Hey, every black man knows this face. You've seen a mother have this face. You've seen your aunties have this face. You've seen your sisters have this face. You've seen uh, your girlfriend or wife if you married a black woman. You've seen this face. This face mean I'm in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right, I'm in a mega bind. In fact, or fact, Percy Earl, I know, man. Chill out, Percy. Chill. Trying to figure out. I don't know. I'm in a bind, Percy Earl. Well, Percy Earl can help you get up out that bind, baby. I sure enough can help you do that. Indeed. Okay, so she's thinking right now, I need to go see. Okay, Daddy. I need to go see Daddy out here, man, because look, she in the bind. 
<laughs> and look, man, look, now they trying to count the bill. They counting pennies. Look, uh oh, they arguing now. Uh oh, she said she had that. Oh, no. What is going? Look at this face right here. Oh, they turning into pure demons now. She had that. I didn't eat the salad. Hold on for a second. Yep, I can't hear over the music. I didn't eat that. Look at her. Oh, man, this is crazy. Look, I didn't have all that. Look, look, she in the bind. <laughs> look at her in the bind. Hey, remember when they were stanky legging? This is what happens when they say, this is what happens when they say, and black men were there and none of us approached me. None. No black men approached us. What they're looking for, look, she looking around. Is there, a, is there a ninja that can pay for this shit? All right, who can I get a free drink off of? Who can I finesse the predatory behavior of these individuals on camera caught? All right, but look, look, before that, they was laughing and sniggling. Look, mouth wide open. Mouth wide open, laughing, sniggling. All right, what? Look, they doing the stanky leg, look. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. Oh, look, they was having fun, loud as a mother sucker. And then, uh-oh, look, they like, oh, hell no. Look, you had this with the calculator up, these certified straggles. Look at these straggles. Oh, now, what you looking at? You had the what? You had what? And there's one in the corner right here. Look, they holding a receipt. <laughs> hey, man, real men would pay for a woman's dinner. All right, then they go start talking about, they go start tweeting about why men don't step up in their role and be traditional. <laughs> all right, yep, you got to split all that up. Man, somebody step up and pay that bill. One of y'all ladies, look at they arguing over jasmine rice and chicken skewers. They arguing over, a, 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 you know, they split, they split four chicken breasts. And they was waiting for ninjas to come out here. Look at that. Oh, look at the, You know this look right here. She ready to drop neck right now. It's barbecue in there. She ready to drop that neck. <laughs> she looking for daddy. Get him, daddy. She said, my name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. Come fix his that bind. I'm in a bind, name. <laughs> All right, but listen. They were showing teeth earlier. Boy, ladies are something else, aren't they? They something else. They is they are they are a beautiful thing to see when you have leverage and option. Look at this woman right here. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> remember when you was dancing? And remember when you were strong and independent too? Hey baby, pay your pay what you weigh. Pay your bill. Speaking of paying your bill, we got another woman, a granny. Guys, it don't get better for them. A watch the joyride of their descent into the abyss. Once they age, check out the toothless grandma. And she out here fiending. Let's go ahead and play it. What you need $18 for? To get the power back home. That's all you need? Mm-hmm. You sure that's what you, you need $18 to cut your power back on now? Mm-hmm. Be honest. Be honest. You gonna say no if I no, tell no, you? No, 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 I'm not. What you want it for, really? That hard stuff. That hard stuff. You don't need to, though. I love you, you, it. Woman, you don't need that stuff. You don't need to go buy nothing but something to eat, okay? Okay. All right? That's $20. Don't go buy no crack. But <laughs> you have a good day, okay? It makes me feel so fucking fantastic and, and so horny. Okay, you have a good day. <laughs> you have, you have it a makes me want a thing in my mouth. No, don't. Oh, 
all the humanity. <laughs> All the humanity. It's barbecue in there. Gentlemen, ring the bell. We done. Like, there's no coming back. <laughs> and some of y'all nasty boys is like, let me at her. Oh, that's nice. Let me at her, coach. Let me at her. <laughs> Who nana is this? We gone, man. Hey, man, we gone. We gone as a society, man. I'm trying to reel y'all back in. And she out here wanting some thing in her... It's barbecue in there. She's trying to drop neck for some crack rock out here, man. It's, this is getting too tough for me. It's getting tough. She wants something in her mouth. Stop it. I you have like a good day, No, no, no. Hey, can I use your phone? No, you're, I'm about to go. I'm late behind. I'm, I'm behind on my light bill, too. $17. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man. I just, I don't know what to tell you, man. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. <sighs> It's hard times out here for everybody, and all women can catch wreck because there are some nasty ninjas out here. Oh, that's nasty. There are some nasty ninjas out here, and the days of old where Nana had to hide her horniness are gone. The days where she used to follow Billy Graham around the South in these revival tents are gone, gentlemen. Send it. Send it. <laughs> this is crazy. You need $18 for to get the power back on. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. And women be lying like a mother sucker, man. Why they be lying? You can tell when they lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old Nana out there. Is that you? All right, dog. Anyway. You sure that's what you you need $18 to cut your power back uh, on now? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> women don't stop lying. They born lying and they, they keep lying until they die. I actually have a philosophy on this one because people always say, hey, you know, old people made it, always respect them. I'd be like, dude, that's not true. There's a lot of evil old people that's still alive. In fact, most of the old people that are still alive are evil. <laughs> the good die young over bullshit, right? I think that was Goody Mobs. The good die young, or I can't remember what it was. But hit the like button. We got almost 2,000 in here. Give me to 1,000 likes. Hey, guys. Old people, there's some bad old people out here still alive. All right. Even Canada uh, made great reference to they, they did a supporter to a Nazi recently. This <laughs> guy was like 92. And because he was from Ukraine, they was like, oh, we have an old Ukrainian war veteran. And everybody was like, from when? They were like, World War II. And they was like, let me get this straight. There's a war veteran from World War II that fought against the Russians and you're going to honor him. Anybody want deductive reasoning would tell me. <laughs> He's like, he fought the Ukraine war. He fought against the Russians in World War II. What? <laughs> Anybody think I'm lying? Anybody think I'm lying? Hold on for a second. 
Man, we gone as a people, man. <laughs> we gone as a people, man. Look, old people right here. Let's see right here. This is six days ago. Six days ago right here. All right. Uh, Canada apologizes. Too late. <laughs> it says Canada apologizes for honor award to ex-Nazi soldier in 1987. Oh, please. Oh, that was a second one. They did it. They did it recently. Get Gave the ninja a standing ovation. Let me see here. This was September. It says right here. They gave him a standing ovation right here. Standing ovation for a Ukrainian who fought with the Nazis sparks anger and apology in Canada. Hi, yi, yi. What? New, 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 new world order. I mean, and I think he was nine. He was 92 years old. Like, bro, what do we, and by, dude, I don't even want to get into this Ukraine thing, bro. Like, if you don't put two and two together, like, who <laughs> like we're doing some weird shit, man, as a people. And no, then they try to strike it off the record. They were like, can we vote to strike this off the record? Nah, you already did it, man. Take that egg on your face. Take that L. Take that L. Trying to be social justice warriors. All right. Uh, here it is right here, man. Old people be doing nasty stuff. Watch out for old people. Don't trust them either. Let's go to this woman here. She's a straggle. This straggle right here has something to say. And uh, I do give her a little bit of credit. This is a female comedian, which is an oxymoron, but I'll give her a little bit of credit. She actually makes a little bit of sense here if you listen to her. Her name is Whitney Cummings, please. Mm. Cummings. All right, let's go. In a time where women have money. I thought that making money was going to solve all my problems, especially my relationship problems, because when I was in my 20s, I had to date guys that had money because I didn't have any. But now that I make my own money, I felt like it opened up this whole new pool of broke guys <laughs> that I couldn't date before, so I've been doing that. The last guy I dated, I paid for everything. I paid for trips, I paid for dinners, and now that I've sort of been the man in the relationship, now that I've been in your shoes, I now understand why you guys hate us all right so uh this is actually an honest take we'll play the punchline on this one and she's actually right uh, and there's several videos of here that you would actually show men uh because men get frustrated with women all the time especially when they're in relationships with them we just you know take them bullets we normally just eat it we normally just say hey you know it's cheaper to keep her but when women have a displeasure about their men in a relationship they'll bring it up and then all of a sudden, can I talk to you? Can I ask you a question? All right, we need to talk. So anytime there's a problem in a relationship with a woman, they need to talk. When men have a problem with their woman, we be like, oh, shit, this bitch. You know what I mean? We never really bring the shit up until the, the, what will happen is there will, be, there will be a bunch of compounding issues, and then there will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Then it will snap. And then it will snap out. Now, because, gentlemen, you haven't addressed the issue with her, you're going to look like you're snapping out over something little. And women never understand this. They never see it coming. Just like children, they never see it coming. So I'm jumping ahead here. Let me describe what she's talking about. She's now the man, meaning she has the money. Now she realizes why men hate women. Men don't really hate women but why we're a little frustrated with them. And I like her point. Let's go back to Whitney Cummings here. It's cause we owe you so much money and something happens. 
psychologically, when you start to pay for someone where you start to hate everything about them, you resent them, you start keeping score of everything they do. One night we went to dinner, I spent $200 on dinner. The next morning I woke up, I was like, this is weird, it's 8 a.m. and I don't smell eggs. <laughs> yeah, chop chop, bitch, mommy's hungry. All right, and all the normies laughed it up. They was yucking it up. I mean, this wasn't that funny. It wasn't funny at all, but it makes complete sense. And the sense that it makes is that men do so much, that so much is required of us, and then not much is required from the woman, but there's an investment required. Like, they're required as men is minimal, meaning their presence and access, like open the legs. That's what's required. And most of us going to be finished in less than five minutes. All right, not me, but y'all. Okay, but most of y'all going to be finished in five minutes, but you've done all of this right here. Now, what she's now saying is, as a, as a woman now that has money, hey, I don't mind treating, which I, I admire that. And she says, now I pay for stuff. She would have to if she's in a certain uh, economic strata because then she would have to eliminate 98% of men if she doesn't pay. So she's like, now I'm having to pay. But now she's like, I don't see what's going on here. A thank you ain't enough. Thank you for taking me out. Thank you for making me dinner. Thank you for taking me to dinner. Thank you for taking me to the show. Thank you for taking me to the concert. Thank you. Here's some punani. And then when you ask for additional stuff, they're like, what? Like, here's my, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I actually think that women should do a lot more than they do when men do stuff. I think they're really shortchanging men. They're really shortchanging you. Like, I look at little stuff. I'm petty. I'm petty. Like, I will cut a bitch off if she doesn't do the following. Ladies, are you listening? Give me to 1,000 likes. Ladies, I'm going to give you all a secret. I'm going to give you all a secret of the little petty shit that I look at when you don't do it. Because I can get the punani from anywhere. And yes, I can pay the best of the best. I can lease, rent, buy. I can get an old 42-year-old uh, woman, an old woman, and clap them cheeks for free off Tinder. Okay? I can get a little wet spot if I wanted to. Now, if you want to be taken seriously, I look at some very, very petty things. Number one, if we're at a meal or any meal, and you think... And most likely, I don't mind because I'm a traditionalist. I believe in traditional. Like, that's how I want to set the tone in the relationship. I know people think that can't be possible, but that's how I operate. If there's any inclination that you believe that I'm going to pay, if my, if my drink hits that ice, right? If I'm sipping the drink and it, and it goes down to the ice it's a, and the water, if, if there's a pitcher on that table and you don't fill that pitcher up with water, that's a strike. That's a strike. So when you start asking me where this is going in the relationship, you already got one strike. I'm sipping on ice. You heard me hit the bottom of that damn, uh, that damn cup. And you saw that pitcher sitting right there. You didn't think one minute to fill that cup up? That's a strike. I'll be like, okay, this woman's a selfish bitch. Now, when the buns come, when they bring that bread and butter, when they bring that bread and butter, if you, if you reach for that bread first and break that bread and put butter on your bun and eat it and you don't put no, you don't put no bun and butter on my plate, 
You don't reach for the saucer and say, here, let me put some butter on your buns. Pause. <laughs> if you don't give me no bread and butter, strike two. Strike two. Strike three. Strike three. And this is a little petty. If you don't open that napkin up and deliver that napkin to me, strike three. Now, let's just say you're at the crib. I clap the hell out of them cheeks. You sleep over in the morning. I get up out of bed, brush my teeth, do what I need to do to get your Uber. If my bed is not made, if my bed is not made, I'm looking at you sideways. I'm looking at you sideways like a mother sucker. I'm looking at you like, what? I go back in my room after I put you in the Uber, smack you on the ass, say thank you. When I go to my bedroom, I'm looking at my bed like this bitch did not even make my bed. Like, <laughs> you didn't even you didn't even try to make the bed. The bed's still unmade. Like, what is this shit? Now I might unmake it to get the change the sheets, but you didn't even try, you bitch. You didn't even try. Yeah, wake it up, wipe the cold out my eye. Like what? Like, what are you here for? Like, what do you do? Let's just say you didn't leave. If you didn't go in my kitchen, open the refrigerator and look at possibilities of what to do, and I don't hear bacon crackling, I don't hear sausage smoking, I don't hear eggs a crack. What are you here for? That's, again, I watch this incrementally. I might not invite you over once. Then I'll invite you over again. Then I'll invite you over again. If you make a habit of this, you ain't ever, you ain't ever getting the damn, you ain't never getting the ring. Ever. Don't even open your mouth. Well, I was wondering where this is going. What do you mean where this is going? Bitch, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> like, you ain't doing nothing here but giving me puss. That's all you doing. That's all you're doing. You ain't doing nothing. It's actually crazy, but they actually think they should get something because they're giving you access. And I don't understand why these guys, but you're doing nothing. I mean, I see it, dude, and I'm telling you, I see it even when I, you know, with younger women, but older women do the same thing. Younger women will do the same thing. Literally be in the kitchen. Uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, like, like, say you order Uber Eats. Uber Eats comes. I'm unpacking the bag. What am I doing? You sitting over there. Then I have to say, uh, why don't you come in here and fix this, set this up? Bitch, I bought it. I bought it. I paid for it. And you're in my place. You're in my domicile. The least you can do is get your ass over here and open this shit up and get the plates out. <laughs> You've been here before. You've been here before. Like, this is what we're talking about. And this is why you only going to be me fish filleting your ass. Me stabbing the inside of your guts. That's all you're going to feel. I just don't see why he won't progress this. Oh, I'm, you, listen, all, that's all I'm doing with you. I'll, I'm just stabbing guts. You just here for that, and then I'm going to pay you to leave, or I'm going to get you to leave, and you're going to wonder why you're not progressing. That's why. Mm. <laughs> I mean, women don't understand this. They're just straight up disrespecting you. Anyway, like, come on, man. This is absolutely, this is despicable. It's disgraceful. And I see all ages of women doing this and then be like, why won't he commit? This is crazy. All right, but now let me just give you one more thing. If you're just overweight woman on, on Tuesday, I'm going to just let you know. You might want to get that weight off before you ask for a commitment too. So 
let's say you were doing all these things, there's still a weight issue. <laughs> right? But these women are despicable leeches and parasites out here. They think they just toss you some leg and then that's it. <laughs> all right? So don't let me remind you twice. Now, if I had to remind you twice, I might just help go ahead and just drop you out of the rotation. Because you unqualified, you untrained individual. Anyway. Somebody says right here, never met anyone who wanted that. That's servile, not polite. I'm not sure what you're saying here. But people out here doing it, they're doing absolutely nothing. They're just sitting there. I'm going to just sit here. I'm like, you see, what the hell? I'd be damned if I butter bread and pay for it. I'll be damned if I butter bread and pay for it. Shit. All I'm going to do is butter your tonsils at the end of the night, and that's going to be it. Send you back to your crib. It's absolutely disgraceful. This is despicable, these people here. Right? And this is what this woman, Whitney Cumming, is saying. She's saying, in essence, wait a minute. I'm paying, so that that should actually give me a little bit of respect back. But you're giving me no effort back in return. What is this? This is crazy. Being in a time where women have money. I thought that making money was going to solve all my problems, especially my relationship problems, because when I was in my 20s, I had to date guys that had money because I didn't have any. But now that I make my own money, I felt like it opened up this whole new pool of broke guys. that I couldn't date before, so I've been doing that. The last guy I dated, I paid for everything. I paid for trips, I paid for dinners, and now that I've sort of been the man in the relationship, now that I've been in your shoes, I now understand why you guys hate us. <laughs> it's because we owe you so much money. Yep. And something happens psychologically when you start to pay for someone where you start to hate everything about them you resent them you start keeping score of everything they do one night we went to dinner i spent 200 dollars on dinner the next morning i woke up i was like this is weird it's 8 a.m and i don't smell eggs for real fam like look man i'm telling you women be leeching they be leeching off of you and but i just think they haven't been trained they haven't been trained and, it, and it's up to someone to train these women. Ladies, I do offer the 50-point, 52-point inspection program and to retrain your brain to become the wife that you need to be out here because I know there's a lot of women out here, they want to be wives. They don't just want to be married, they want to be wives. And in fact, I'm offering you the opportunity of the lifetime right now. I don't care what age you are as long as you're legal. You could be 18 or 62. I got you here. And I will be offering the total package facial as well. And I might have to sample the goods. But the 52-point program is on. I will kick the tires. I will check up under that hood. I will actually check the tailpipe. I will clean out all the I will, I will clean out all the areas and you know places, the caverns and open areas. We will make sure we test all of these. We will slap you on the rear end. We'll check the headlights. Honk honk. We'll check that horn. Uh, <laughs> and I will train you up to be the wife that you need to be. So apply from within, apply within, apply within, and I will be testing you guys out. We will, we will, I'll do all of these things for you. And this is uh this will be at a charge to you. You will have to open said wallet as well. I know you're used to getting stuff for free. But uh yeah, we'll check the gullet. We'll check that gullet. We'll check if the feet looking good, and we'll check the back of them heels. All right, we'll look at your bunions. 
and we'll look at your crooked toes and all that stuff. We're going to check all of it. We got it right now. And uh, yeah, we, we'll do this for you if there's any ladies that want to know and prepare themselves. I got you. We'll check the brakes, too. All right, we'll go into the noggin. We'll go to the noggin and see if you have CTE or ADHD or uh, BPD or BDP. Mm. <laughs> We're going to rotate the tires. Uh, but anyway, that's what we'll do. And then I'll send you off into your merry way. Right? We're here to help. I'm here to help. And then don't ever say I didn't try to help you. I think I have a few more straggles here. Straggle is nickel theater. Every friend needs, uh, everyone needs a friend like Thad. This must be from a movie or a TV show, but we'll go ahead and play it. Here we go, right here. Let's see him. Excuse me? Let me see the condom you plan on putting on my quarterback's weenie. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Yes. Holy shit. Just put a baby oh, in me. Oh, I'm in love with you. Oh, we can have a really great life together. Sip it, psycho. Find another famous person's life to ruin. Get out! Get out of my house! Oh, boy, he kind of reading rainbow to me uh, with all that muscle. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to Thad. Yeah, I think Thad must be reading rainbow. I'm going to just go ahead and assume in this video he's a muscular reading rainbow that plays football. And uh, he knows the tricks of these deceptive human beings here, these Decepticons. And so he definitely did look out for his boy with this woman. And then she has to put a baby in me. What are we doing, man? God dang, man. All right. Even the movies will show you that these people are out here doing deceptive things. And I'm glad for Thad looking out for uh, young Chad right here. He's the quarterback of the team here. Jesus. World's a dangerous place we're in. Yeah. So oh, how to live it. Fine. Oh. What else do I need to know, huh? Oh, boy. He looked like he was going to offer him a little fudge packing, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, I think every man needs to actually watch out for these predatory people, especially if you got leverage and options. Is this the Blue, the Blue Mountain State show? Okay. All right. Shout out to them for that one. We definitely need to bring your own condoms to the party. And uh, they do have a lot of people out here showing you that they're willing to do this. We have two more. I don't know what happened. We have two more women here. We have a sister. You've been on, on my mind. Take a look at this. Oh, the humanity. Okay. I don't know who this woman is. Does she do hair or nails? I think she does hair. All right. And so she's got her two uh, children here. And it looks like they visited a Sam Club or a warehouse store, a Costco and uh, let me read the caption here. It says right here, did y'all go grocery shopping for them kids back to school stuff? Did y'all go grocery shopping for them kids back to school stuff? Take a look at all the humanity. Oh, my goodness. Of course, she got fish fillet for this, but let me play the video and uh, let you guys see. You you ain't do it right. And I bet you your kids want to come to my house. Purr. Oh, okay. She said, oh, she said purr. I bet you, she's like, I bet you your kids want to come to my house. And we got all the snacks. We got cheese puffs and Cheez-Its and Cheez-Its snack. Man, who welfare check did they steal? All right. They, they're going to give you a preview of what's in this cart here. Let's go ahead and take all right, and so these are, wow, okay, wow, look at all that. Apple Jacks and Frosted Flakes. There's definitely going to be some ADHD in that family. Oh, my goodness, what is this hug? 
What is that? Hug fruit barrels. Oh, what the fuck is that? Mm. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. This is absolutely a disgrace. Oh, the humanity. Look at this kid with an open can. And she walking like she did something, too. They got Hawaiian rolls. Look at these. Uh, oh, my goodness. Look at her. She's confident about her ability to shop. And she breastfeeding, too? Oh. Jesus. Oh, the humanity. She's breastfeeding too in the video. Man, send it. Send it. Look at, and they got the sniggle right behind them. She got this. Look at this guy. He already gone. Poor guy. He's like, oh, man. He's like a cockroach that uh ate too much. It's just chilling. They got check, chicken fried rice. This is not a healthy diet. Hot pockets. Oh, my goodness. What is this? Honey buns? Ah, uh, look at us all these. Oh, this processed food. Pringles. This is a disgrace. Mm. Look at all these Reese's Pieces, Reese's Puff cereal, Captain Crunch, Fruit Loops, Cinnamon Toast. This is a disgrace. Look at it. Oh my goodness. What do we do? Hey yo, chill, son. She hey, bragging, she bragging about this shit. For your kids like this. She said, purr. I got to read the comments, man, because the comments went on on her and she did not delete the post. She bought a bunch of junk food, not a single veggie table, not a single veggie table or fruit. All I saw is processed food with high salt and sugar. Thank God for EBT, right? He says, call basket of processed. I think they meant whole basket of processed food. That's what's killing us. How to make children diabetic 101. This is why kids have ADHD now. This is the saddest thing I've seen today. Sad part is she thinks she's doing something. Nothing but sugar and processed food in them carts. All right. Somebody did say, please stop, period. Damn. Uh, that's our tax money, though. Indeed. Where the e when the EBT card hits, absolutely a disgrace. This is a disgrace. Now, if if you're used to eating like this, and there's a lot of people here in America that, you know, I see these commentaries, and I don't have the perfect diet either, but I see these commentaries about, oh, food prices are going up, and they'll take $100, and they'll $150, and they'll buy $150 worth of food, and that's what the food looks like. Look, there's no, there's no food in there. That's cardboard. Like, this is all cardboard and colorful boxes. Anytime you see colorful boxes and mascots, you are you got the wrong food, right? Red boxes, yellow boxes, blue, light, light blue boxes. If you got most of that in your cart, you got junk. You got junk. And uh, your kids, although they may not be overweight at that particular moment, you're feeding them, um, you're feeding them not healthy food there. It's ghetto food. Yeah, that's terrible. Last one. Last one. And then we're going to get on closer and closer to the main event is this straggle right here. Listen to her case and we'll review it. I don't know what happened in my early twenties. I dated a guy who would barely call me his girlfriend, go on weekend trips to Vegas every other weekend with his buddies. I decided I had spent too much time investing on him and I drug his feet to the altar a year into the marriage, you see their true colors and how he's just kind of using you the whole time. So I left that and rebounded quickly onto another man who called me babe and wanted to call me his girlfriend instantly. So I thought, well, this must be love. But it wasn't. It was just 
uh, mediocre at best. And so then I became single and dabbled with some dating app stuff. And that's enough to teach you about men right there and their real intentions. So then I went into my woman rage era, mostly screaming and at men that's on you. dating apps and in person sometimes. And now I uh, have found the Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady. I've watched a couple of her videos. So now a man can't breathe in my direction without cash apping me first. So what happened? <laughs> what happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, man, you know, it. Hey, life comes at you fast. You know, those 15 years where Mother Nature sprinkles all the fairy dust and gives you shiny hair and good skin and they give you booties and titties and they put fat where all the men like it. And that's Mother Nature's indicator. Find a mate now. This one's going to be the one. Now, if you don't find one, be ready to ride the carousel for the rest of your life. That's what you're going to find because then you'll find yourself at 48 talking about, I need my partner. I need my equal half. All right. Why can't men commit? And then you'll continue to feign ignorance about not understanding what men want. Then you'll just have to persecute the guy. Well, you a metaphile and you're, a, you're, you're, you're controlling, right? You'll have to try to figure that out. But take a look at this woman. Average. Plain Jane, Millie Mouth Muskrat for sure. She on her muskrat. Look at that Millie Mouth right there. I'll try to do something. Never mind. It's a family show. Because I would have did something with that Millie Mouth. All right. But um, anyway, this woman has acknowledged that she is an angry woman. And she wrote the cock carousel. Now she's trying to figure out who she is. And she's probably in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. She said, I did about everything. I spent my early 20s with guys that did this, and then now in my late 20s and 30s, trying to figure out, uh, you know, she actually dated a guy who fell in love. Oh, well, there was something wrong with that guy, too. And we're going to talk about that now. Oh, there was something wrong with that guy. She, The first guys wouldn't love her. The second guys loved her too hard. She didn't like neither. I want something in between. You ever hear women say that? I want something in between. All right, I want them a little bit controlling, but not too controlling. I want a little bit aggressive, but not so aggressive. I want it harder, but not soft. A little bit hard, but not a little, not too soft. I want it a little bit cold and distant, and I have to get after him. And he's a little emotionally available, but not all the way emotionally available like an incel, you know. Mm. <laughs> so she got both sides. She said, I didn't like that. Then she went on dating apps, got ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. And then she said, that made her bitter. And any woman that's bitter like this either have been divorced and she was the problem and or ran through. Then she did that. Then she said she started arguing angrily with men. Woman rage. I'm glad she acknowledged that. Maybe her therapist taught her that. We'll talk about that in a bit. Then she says, now I need to get paid cash app, right? What the hell? Him, daddy. Doing the sprinkle, sprinkle woman. She's like, what happened? Yeah, what happened? What happened? Where did all the men She go? gone. <laughs> well, you know what happened? Francine says feminism. Feminism happened. That's exactly what happened. Francine, you're on it. Okay, Feminism happened. And good luck at it. Well, there's nothing wrong with feminism if you think that's true. Read my book, The Evolution. I'll tell you what's wrong with feminism. There's nothing wrong with you because you get some benefits and you get the cherry pick. Well, feminism is about the equality of all. Oh, really? Why do they keep saying women out earn men? Now, more women own homes than men. Women out uh, have more degrees than, and, than men. Why do they keep saying that? Women out, out, um, 
outnumber men in colleges. What is that equality? That doesn't sound like equality. That sounds like you're competing. That sounds like now because now the equality would be let's get less women in college and get more men in college. That would be equality. So it's a false thing. Now you have feminism. Now you also have this belief that, hey, I have time. I can actually go to the boyfriend store when I'm 34 and I can work on this career and buy this. So you thought you had time. But nature will reveal and send you in this tailspin. The more you wait, the less options you have. The more money you make, the less options you have. The more angry and bitter you are and older, and let's just face it, the older women get, they get super bitter. All right, they do get bitter. This is why they always call you bitter and hurt because they can relate. They think they see that in you and that's what they understand. So they're like, you're bitter and hurt. How would you know that? Takes one to know one, right? You recognize the signs, right? I saw the signs. Yep, you saw the signs. So you know what bitter and hurt looks like. And it's not from men. You know what bitter women look like. And this is a woman that's going to be headed to Bittersville. You see, because you can see she's in her early 30s. She gone. She probably looked better about five, 10 years ago. Unfortunately, I had to just say what it is. I don't know what happened. When I get to how females manipulate, subtle manipulation tactics, this is going to be one of them. This is going to be one of them. That statement right there. That statement right there is one of the most powerful woman, subtle woman manipulation tools there ever is. That statement right there. I'm going to show you right here. Watch this. I don't know what happened. Bullshit. When we get to it, when we get to it, I'm going to explain why that's a subtle manipulation tactic. She threw it in there and you actually didn't even notice it. But I notice it. Because just completely obvious what happened. <laughs> like, not only that, you would have to have ignored every male podcast. Your Instagram would have to be filled with no Kevin Samuels. Like, no Kevin Samuels video or Andrew Tate video would have to have slid across your Instagram feed. Like, in your world, you would have to not know who Kevin Samuels is. In your world, you would have to have never heard of Andrew Tate to not know what happened. (laughs) And the odds of a person in America that has not heard of or aware of Kevin Samuels and or Andrew Tate is slim. Like, just think, if you're an American, it's slim that you haven't even heard of either one of them or heard what they might have said or what their belief is. It's slim. So to then say, well, I don't know what happened is absolute bullshit. You would have heard the other perspective. You would have listened. You would have been like, all right, let me see what they're saying over here. But then you heard it and you dismissed it. He's like, let's make that go away. Let's censor them. Let's delete them. Let's not let that go out. Let's just call them misogyny. Let's just say, how dare you? How dare you? And then, then you will come out and say, after you get rid of the person, censor them, then come out and say, well, I don't know what happened. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's straight manipulation, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself. And that straggle and sniggle theater, we'll cover that in a bit. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get to some super chats. Appreciate the contributions, man. And let's get to it. What do we got here? Shout out to Anthony D. 91 Mia Khalifa gets canceled. And it says her port because of her po- posts on Israel. Indeed, she's going full Ice Cube 
during COVID. If you don't remember, Ice Cube turned to the to the uh, death certificate, Ice Cube, and went full. Goddamn, I'm glad y'all set it off. But Mia Khalifa's going full, hey, protect Palestine. And because, well, I just don't know why, <laughs> because she's not even associated with either of them, and she's supposedly a Christian. And uh, she's supporting, she's her post, or I, I suppose she's going on a tirade on Twitter. And I didn't know how she got a, she had a job at Playboy. Who even knew? I had no idea. But apparently she's getting canceled because she's siding with the uh, Hamas. She's siding with the Hamas, which is odd because if she took her ass over there, they probably would spit on her carcass and do some defiled things with her. I mean, or some debaucherous things with her body before she got snuffed out. If she stepped over there, so I don't, I really don't know what she's trying to do. Anyway, virtue signaling, it did, it went left. Peruvian Heat, what's up, coach? A young XX told me over the weekend that she would give me the best neck of my life if I help her with her rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I was like, that somebody's future wife hit me with the, oh man, this is crazy. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. It's one, it's one crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Anybody experiencing this, women offering themselves up to do debaucherous things, like you're not really on the dark side, but you're hearing it slightly. Anybody? Anybody? If you... <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> Let, let's do this. Let's say, let's put a one in the chat. If you haven't heard anyone if you haven't heard anyone, somebody, y'all ain't here. Oh, I'm simping for the what? Are you crazy? I already told you I ain't, in, I ain't in no side. I'm on the money side of this war. Give me the money. But anyway, y'all ninjas are all in, in your feelings. I don't care. I'm on the profiteering side. What side do I need to profiteer on? All right, I don't care about any one of these sides. By the way, these people have been fighting for 50, 11 years. I don't care about it. It ain't none of my business. <laughs> all right, anyway, has anybody... Has anybody, has anybody not experienced the idea of a woman using her body to get something? Put in a one in the chat. Put a one in the chat if you haven't seen anything. Like you haven't seen a girl say cash app in the bio. You haven't seen a girl say uh, inquiries, uh, uh, you know, contact my, contact my. Put a one in the chat if you haven't seen anything. Here we go. Like, you haven't seen a woman say, hey, I'm going to Dubai. Like, you haven't seen, like, a woman just be like, hey, I'm struggling out here. Do you know? Put a one in the chat if you have. We have a couple of ones in here. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see what's going on here. <laughs> I know I'm trying to confuse. I'm saying, like, some guys have... When we talk about what, what this guy's talking about, they never see it. They're like, what? There's no way. Like, you've never seen OnlyFans. I, I'll throw OnlyFans in there. You've never seen a girl say, hey, I'm thinking of starting an OnlyFans. Like, you haven't seen it at all. Like, you're like, I haven't seen none of this. What are you talking about? You haven't had a girl be like, you know, I'm a little short. You think I try to figure out what I can do. Anyway, you never seen anybody in the, in the buying? All right, anyway. All right, anyway, people are confused about the question. I need to rephrase the question. All right, anyway. 
Shout out to um, Force India says, salute to the GOAT CGA. Keep touching that bottom coach gang in the building. The dictator says, for the fixes, buy LLC fund, coach. I need you to take my community college off my hands for a couple of months. You stuck. All right, you got you a good freshman out here. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right, shout out to you out there. No, you stuck, man. You stuck with her, man. Hey, stop hitting that bottom. Stop hitting that bottom. Daniel McGee says you got to keep Percy Earl and Reverend X. I'll try. It's a lot of work. Blue Bagger says got the most degrees, own the most homes, but can't afford lunch. I'm in a bind. In a bind, Nate. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to AC says, damn, coach. Now you are the Michael Myers of mating. Just stabbing the guts. JC says, that was going to give Chad that 51-point inspection. I did see a little bit of that clip. He was looking a little suspect. He was looking a little suspect. Somebody says, my old boss sent me an OnlyFans ad. Yeah. I actually been, you know, I've, I've, I don't know, man, because I, I don't know. I, I deal with a lot of younger women. And I, that's just not. Just not at the junior college either. Like, I just know a lot of women, younger women. And, dude, the amount of women I've heard that looked at and talked about OnlyFans is, is odd. It's odd. They're like, I'm thinking of starting one. Now, these are women all 30 and below. I haven't heard any women above 30 say this. But 30 and below, 29, 28, 19, 18, 21, 24, like, I'm, I'm like, whoa. And these are not junior college girls. These are regular women in regular world. Some of these women have jobs already. They have a job. And they're like, I might start an only. I'm be like, God dang. And, of course, I do social media. So, maybe that's another reason why I might get asked a lot. So, they know I already do social media. So, maybe they're asking me because they know I do it. And they need help. I'm like, how you need help? You already take it. <laughs> it's actually weird. Anyway, why you need help? This is crazy. And what I've noticed is these are some lazy scumbags. I mean, they don't ever want to put in no work. Like, they ain't trying to do no work. I'm like, well, in order to do it, you would have to do it every day. You would have to be on it. You'd have to answer messages. And they'd be like, ah. Uh. Four months later, they're like, mm, I'm thinking to start one. Like, you are just lazy bum. They think they're just going to go out there and make a million dollars putting out pictures. I was like, do you know how this works? They're not telling you, but I'm going to just tell you. Did I do the outro to straggle and sniggle? Who cares? The show's already off the rails. But they think they're going to take a little picture. So I'm like, what those girls don't tell you is when you get to the next level, you got to do some nasty stuff on camera. And they'd be like, well, I'll wear a mask or a paper bag over my head. I'm like, <laughs> like, actually, the fact that they can see your face is better. Hiding behind a mask does not get, they want to know you. They want to be the, po well, I'll do it. I don't want my family to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen. Don't do it if that's what you're going to do here. Your family is going to find out after a while. There's only so much you can hide this. So I don't know what to tell you. You better hope that your daddy's proud of you. But they trying to do some crazy shit. Everybody, get, like, they're going to know you. They want to see your face. They want to see, never mind, this is a family show. 
They want never mind. I won't. I'll slap. I'll stop it right there. It's crazy. It's gonna be more than your full time job. It's gonna be. It's gonna replace your full time job. But uh, you know, do do the lazy route if you want. You're just gonna. Ha- you're gonna be frustrated. It's similar to you YouTubers out here. I'm gonna start a YouTube. Then you do three videos, three days, take six months off. My YouTube channel ain't growing. <laughs> be like. Man, you better take the money mindset court. Like plan for six. Well, when I started YouTube, I planned for six months without making any money. Now I pretty much I I haven't made uh, any AdSense money from YouTube in over two years. Okay, me personally, but um, like I don't I don't get ads on my videos like uh, or any of that. Like I don't get AdSense money personally to me, but um. Like the first six months, plan on making none. And that was in 2018. So really, plan on making no money for two years. Two years if you want to be a YouTuber. And what that means to say, and this is some free blue chips right here. Now because now the marketplace is saturated. Now plan for two, you, two years to not make any money, and you're going to work full time at it. I mean, you're going to work full-time, meaning you love to make, you love this. You absolutely love editing. You love voiceovers. You love recording vlogs. You love, uh, you know, downloading and uploading. You love making thumbnails. You're going to love it for two years and not make a single dime. That's what it's, that's what it's going to take now in content creation. Same thing is, same thing, somebody says YouTube stealing from guys like Coach, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing everything that I'm saying now. Younger people are saying it. They're getting away with it, right? They're like 25, 30, and they're saying it, and they're becoming prominent figures in our space. I can't, I I don't have any control over that. So I still have to just play my lane. But guys, that's what you're going to do. For two years, you better love it for two damn years. Before you ever see a dime or make a profit. And YouTube back in the day, it, it was like six months. That was like 2018, 2019. Do this for six months, you're probably gonna see now. Nah, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. You bet and you better like it and not miss a goddamn day. And if you wanna pop off, you wanna pop off. Anyway, where we at? Somebody said, just hearing sounds like two jobs. Indeed. Indeed. But, uh, guys, the market is saturated now, and everybody's doing, especially with stuff that we talk about here. I mean, how many podcasts you see popping up, and they take the format of kind of fresh and fit, or, you know, shout out to Myron, and I've seen there's a bigger podcast. It's simply fresh and fit. They switched over and did that type of content, and or they're going to do a guy with a microphone and, um, they, they're gonna, he's going to record it like he's talking to someone on a podcast, which is a common strategy now to look like you're talking to someone. So I'm going to look this way and then say what I got to say. I'm going to look slightly off camera like I'm talking to someone here. Edit it. They ain't saying nothing different than what we've already said, but they are younger, fresher. They have better lighting, better production, and they're popping off like crazy. This, this particular relationship model, it's not going to die but only the stronger are going to survive. But it's going to be very hard to get in this. 
Like, you got to come out out of the box with great production. You got to come out out of the box. Like, you cannot come out slow recording yourself in your face, live streaming with four viewers. It's crazy. It's crazy. But join the money mindset. I break it all down. I break it all down. Or the street interview. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's kind of what people are doing now. And uh, this phase will phase out and only the strong will remain. The people with the real, that, that really want to talk about this shit. But anyway, let's get to cash apps. Stiliano says, Philly in here, coach. He says, go birds, one love, coach. Shout out to you, Eagles. Shout out to the Eagles. Very, very talented ball club. Call me Kelbo for the baby mama terrorist fund because a child is a terrible thing to waste. But women, baby mama terrorists be wasting them. Shout out to Hickerman says, not all XXs are evil and selfish. Got to filter and vet. That's not true. The evil part is true. The selfish thing is false. All right. They're all selfish. <laughs> Listen, evil. And, and when we talk about this, manipulation is not evil. I know there's a lot of new people on my show. When I say a woman manipulates, that doesn't mean she's evil. That's kind of like if I say a man is horny. Is he evil? No, that's what he is. All right. And that's what he's going to be like most of the day. But in a lot of women's mind, because that man was horny, he was a bad guy. Oh, you're always trying to. Right. So a woman can feel like these guys are just horny and they're always want to poke on something and they want to put. So in her mind, that makes him a bad guy. He, I went on a date and he went on date. Number one, he was super chill. Number two, we had good conversation. Number three, all of a sudden he was huggy buggy. All of a sudden he wanted to poke all over me. All of a sudden his true characters came out. All of a sudden he turned into, and then she'll frame it as that was bad. No, that, that didn't make him bad or evil. That made him a man. That made him a man. Same thing with women. Because I say they manipulate. You, that's not saying they're evil. That makes her a woman. She needs manipulation. Just like you needed to be horny. That's how the world populated. Without horny men, we would have died off as a species. You see, it's not inherently evil. It's a need. Same thing as women. They need to be selfish. Why? That's how they look out for their best entry. Uh, they need to be manipulative. Why? That's how they survive. That's how they survive. So when we say surviving manipulation, it is not calling them bad, evil, or selfish. But it does affect you, and it can highly traumatize you. Your baby mama, not, not your baby mama, your single mother was manipulative and, and selfish against your uh, baby, your, your father, or your, your uh, husband, your, your father, your father, we'll just call it your father. I don't care if she was married or not. That manipulation existed for her survival. She had to keep manipulating him. There's a reason for this. Does not make them evil. It is a survival tactic, purely alone, and it is selfish driven. So all of them have this, just like we all are horny. <laughs> but it doesn't make them evil on face value. Can they use it for evil? Yes, just like we can use being horny for evil. Right? We can use being horny for evil. So see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? It is what it is. <laughs> I know. I was trying to figure out how to say it. 
Where are we at? Karen Cooper says, thank you for letting me know what to do. Shout out to you. And I would actually try this out. The things that I was talking about, a woman was like, I don't want to touch his food. Okay, don't touch his food. Don't butter the bread then. Fill, fill his glass up with water. See, you know, you didn't want any help. Just say you don't want any help. Just say you don't want any help. If it's your husband, does he care about you touching his food? Probably not. If it's a man you've been with, you swap spit, you've licked on each other's, uh, on, on each other's junk. Some of you guys have done worse things, got spit down the throat, or even worse tonsils. The things you've done with a mate, now you're sitting here telling me you don't want to touch his bread? You think he's going to flip out? You touched my bread. He licked on you. You licked on him. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? It's absolutely crazy. But shout out to you, Karen. <laughs> uh, anyway. I got it. Shout out to Julia says, my rental tenant offered her daughter. Send it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This is happening out here. Now, there's going to be a day where y'all ninjas going to have to pay the piper because they're going to come back and say, remember during uh, the 2020s when all these women doing, they're going to come out of the woodworks on, on accusation. Shout out to rbat21. Shout out to you. Jamie Hoffman says, hit the like button. School won't teach you this. School ain't teaching you this. School ain't teaching you this. We got our brother here, Freematis. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. And we do have a, we, okay, all right. We do have Chris Abney. He says, much love to the coach gang. It's a, my birthday, and I'm stepping to 40s, feeling stronger than ever. Money Mindset class has got me on point. Started blockchain class a few weeks ago. Just finished writing an album and my third book uh last month shout out to you you're on your i think you're on your third book writing or reading your book i'm not sure i don't know how you write three books in one month but you're probably doing it it's all upstairs this is crazy shout out to you money mindset man and we'll get you motivated or at least inspired kevin sullivan says what's up coach you missed my message yesterday so i wanted to double up today I seen my cousin get married over the weekend and coaches write that ninja wasn't showing no teeth. So he married a black woman or he was married in general. Yeah. Husbands would normally cry. All right. What do we add here? Shout out to dark side foundation CGA. I was taught growing up that Israelites and Palestinians are both descendants of Abraham Israelites through Sarah, his wife and Palestinians, Palestinians through Agar, his concubine, these XXs have petty beef, explains a lot. Well, sometimes, yeah, it could come down to that. It could come down to some familial beef if you do believe in that lineage, and it could be nothing more than that. It could be nothing more than that. Yeah, sometimes family be carrying beef for tens of thousands of years, indeed. Ninja Snuggle says, Ninja Snuggle says, is there sugar moms on the dark side, coach? Yes, there is. There are sugar moms on the dark side. Yep. Absolutely. I've met a couple. I met a couple who admitted it. Like they were career women. They, I met a couple that professional women that said they pay for guys to do X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. So the dark side is the dark side. Anyway, it is crazy. Shout out to Emmanuel says, here's your espresso coach. Thank you, sir. 
Uh, let's see here. And do we do have there? By the way, let me just say this. There are not a lot of them. So don't make this an ambition. Don't make this an ambition. But like I said, I've met a couple that straight up said that. Now, the guys that they said that they got over there were they 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 were top tier guys, <laughs> meaning they were muscular and fit. And they were hand selected and picked. They weren't a regular old Joe or a broke ninja. Now, it could have been a ninja, but it wasn't no broke ninja. It wasn't like a guy who needed money. It was a guy that they met, pulled him off. He was six foot four, chiseled in stone like the rock, ab muscles. He was super duper, super Chad. And they've done that even in other countries when they travel. So, yes, it's crazy. I've heard about it. Kaylin says, uh, Taylor Swift didn't show up at the Vikings-Chiefs game, and Travis Kelce injured his ankle. He didn't return. Do you think he would have gotten hurt if she was there or wouldn't have? I'm just joking when I say this, but I know what the Swifties would say. Okay, did he? Okay, so the Swifties might have supported. Maybe if Taylor was there, I have no idea. I'm trying not to follow that show. I'm trying not to follow that circus. And our brother here, Mo Maurice Mart says, thank you, coach. Uh, appreciate it. Let's get into this part of the show. What part of the show we're on? Lou Ferrigno. All right, let's talk about Lou Ferrigno for you youngins. Lou Ferrigno played a part in a lot of Generation X's childhood life, especially the males. And this tells you divorce. It, it, it can affect everyone. Now, this story is absolutely a disgrace. So any of the people here, this kind of one of the things, the stories that makes me say, well, you married a person, you didn't want to die alone. And then you got to almost knocking on death's door, one foot in the grave, and you get divorced. Mm. Let's tell you the story. Hulk star, incredible Hulk star, Lou Ferrigno. His wife, a 43 years Carla, files for divorce, accusing him of openly flaunting his mistress and keeping her quote, unquote, trapped in an abusive marriage following her dementia diagnosis. Holy moly. Okay. There's a lot to discuss there. There's a lot to break down. She looks like she's got one foot in the grave and a couple of facelifts and a couple of facelifts in here. Okay, we got a great divorce here. So I do have an article. I had to research what's going on here. Okay, so there's a lot going on here, and there's an article here. Hulk star Lou Ferrigno responds to wife's claim of an abusive marriage. Ninja, you can't dodge the abusive marriage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that all women's go-to card, abusive marriage? Is, this y'all, is that what it is? I mean, we could possibly try to believe it. <laughs> Because this ninja's like, you know, six foot six, six five, two forty. And you're a frail two pit. So I think if he was abusing you, we would see the signs. Right. That this is terrible. But it includes other family members as well, which you legacy ninjas about to take an L today. The incredible Hulk star Lou Ferrigno's wife, Carla Ferrigno, has officially filed for divorce. Oh, I gotta get their ages here. She accused Lou of trapping her in their marriage and being extremely abusive. Trapping, trapping her in a marriage. Again, I actually talked about this the other day. When you get a woman and she says, I want to just be a stay-at-home mom, 
Dude, and she's going to beg and pine and beg and leave signs for you to marry. Marry me, marry me. I want to be your wife. Marry me. Just take me off. I want to have kids. I want to have a family, blah, blah, blah. Then later on down the line, she'll accuse you. She'll accuse you of trapping her in a marriage. Like, you're like, she'll accuse you of of forcing her to stay married, forcing her to quit her job. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Trapping her in a marriage. Okay, extremely abusive. I would love, we need to define abuse. We do, this is crazy. The shocking divorce filing comes days after the actor and fitness star sued their eldest daughter, Shayna, claiming she financially exploited her mom and turned her against him. Ay, ay, ay. So now we have the oldest daughter. And you, you dude, they going to always, women be, you know, one of the reasons why men used to die earlier than women is because women will push these ninjas to death. Like, they will not let you rest. They will not let you rest. Now my oldest daughter, Shayna, is running around, and I got to sue her for turning the, the, my wife against me. Like, oh, Jesus. They be loving drama. Let me rest. Can I chill for just a second? Can I enjoy my success without y'all bitches? All up, up, all up in my stop. Lou has responded by saying his only care is for Carla's health, that's the wife, and ask for privacy for his family. Interesting, in a shocking turn of events, Carla then filed for divorce from her husband and Lou Ferrigno shortly after the actor sued their daughter. It says right here, for he, he sued the daughter for elder abuse. Jesus all right, what happened? As previously reported by The Blast, Lou claimed their daughter was taking advantage of Carla's, quote, advanced dementia, unquote, to access her money. In response to her, his claims, Carla herself has accused the actor of cutting her off from their joint bank accounts and physically restricting her from family and friends. In a signed declaration, the 74-year-old former actress, acute, she's, okay, accused Lou, for having an affair with a mistress named Lisa, whom he uh, constantly flaunted in her face. Okay. Mm. Says right here, according to the document, she writes, while his infidelity may not be abuse, when I got upset with him about bringing her around, he physically intimidates me. Oh, no, not the physical. Well, listen. By getting into my face and using his much larger size, pause, and he'll remind everyone that he is the Hulk compared to my slight structure or stature to scare and control me into submission. <laughs> oh, no. All right. And so um, that, that, that's the abuse. That's the abuse. Well. Listen, I mean, I could, I could see that. I, I mean, I totally, I, I see that he definitely would physically intimidate you. He would physically intimidate most human beings. And um, knowing that, this is the guy you picked. You picked a big old hulking guy. You've been with him for 43 years. 
I'm pretty sure you've been put in these predicaments. I'm pretty sure you actually benefited from this physical intimidation. It's kind of like when you pick a pookie and then he does pookie shit to you. I mean, he was pookie. He's the Hulk. What are we doing? This is crazy. All right, but uh, what else does she have to say right here? She says, uh, this is them again. Oh, man, boy, she looks like a bag of bones here. I want to know who Lisa is. Lou responded to the claims by releasing the statement to the blast through his lawyers, Laura Hoffman and some other person. It reads, or it reads, Lou Ferrigno's priority remains his wife's welfare. All of the restraining restraining orders recently mentioned in the press have been suspended upon mutual agreement. Okay, dude, you're 74 dealing with restraining orders. Not I. In the statement, Lou asked for privacy for their family as they have agreed to mediate and hopefully reach an amicable, amicable resolution. Carla's lawsuit includes allegations that Lou often locked her in their home and restricted her movements to the bedroom and the kitchen. She alleges that the actor has refused to install traction on the stairs or to pull fence or a pool fence for her protection. Okay. I don't even know if she's in her right mind. I don't know how she could sue someone and she has advanced dementia. In her recent violence, oh, there's more. Okay. In her recent violence, Carla confirmed that her doctors had diagnosed her with dementia, which Lou had previously revealed in court. However, she claimed the medical condition has not influenced her decision to end their marriage. Her doctors and attorneys have supported this statement, okay, and says that Carla has been open about her desires to divorce Lou for years. I told you, there it is right there. She said, I've been wanting to do this for years. Okay, she says, they also confirm that she has the mental capacity to make and understand that decision. Her attorneys wrote, Lou decided to hatch what can only be described as a Machiavellian scheme to try to trap Carla in the marriage so that he can hold on to all the assets Carla and Lou accumulated through their 43 years of marriage. Imagine, dude, stay single, stay single. Like if you stay single, you don't have to deal with this crazy shit. Lou and Carla were married under California marital law, which means all of their joint. They're about to be dead, man. I don't know what they... They fighting over bank accounts and assets and about the split assets and they're in their mid-70s. Who wants to go through that? Here's my thing about the free agent lifestyle. Who wants to go through this? Like, this is what you're going to go through. This is also when I say you get married again after 38, 40, you get divorced, you get another woman, you get her pregnant, and then, of course, inevitably, you have a higher risk of divorce. Here's what's going to happen. If you get divorced and you have children, you're going to be paying child support until you're 60. 60. That's how long you'll be paying child support. You'll be 65 by the time you're done paying child support. Do you want to be doing this? Is there something else we can do? Is there something else that could stress me out? Like I'm going hang gliding or I'm in an airplane and it goes down. Like, is there anything else that could stress me out and take me out? I don't want to be taken out and be dealing with court filings and child support and divorce in my 70s. There's no way. 
There's no way I want to deal with any of this stuff. This is why, you know, these claims can be made and everybody, this again, people got to take sides. It's not about taking sides. This shit is about the lawyers profiting. The woman wanted to control these assets and then she's playing the victim. This is about Lou Ferrigno and he probably did what he did. Most likely he thought he was protecting her because he was her protector for many years, trying to prevent her from doing X, Y, and Z. And many times, elderly people get like this. We saw this with um, the guy from Good Times. The guy from Good Times was going through the same thing with his daughter and son. One claiming that, oh, the daughter's trying to abuse you. She's trying to get the money. And then the son is trying to protect. Then they start filing restraining orders on each other. Mm. Who wants to deal with this? It says, Lou and Carla were married in the California marital law, which means all their joint assets will be equally split. This includes a $2.9 million mansion they co-owned in Arroyo Grande, California. This mansion is reportedly a big issue for Lou and is the alleged reason he's trying to prevent Carla from going through with the divorce. Sources close to the situation tell the blast that Lou believes the entire divorce has been drawn up by lawyers connected to his daughter. There goes your daughter. There goes your daughter, guys. I mean... (laughs) Oh, there goes your legacy blown up, man. So uh, the daughter's probably in her 40s or 50s, and I'm pretty sure she's in a bind, okay? I'm in a bind, Nate. He believes the entire thing is a money grab, and Carla isn't able to make this legal decision. So he's using her dementia against her. Interestingly, the document included shared multiple messages between Lou and Shayna, that's the daughter, which Carla, including in her filings, the text show Lou expressing is concerned that a divorce would cost him their beautiful mansion. One message read, she can take my house away. And in other words, or another message says, she wants to take away my beautiful home. Ninja, and there goes your daughter right there. She looking like Ricky Lake or something. There goes your legacy. So look, you have two children and a wife. Now, now you only have your son. That's it. That you only have your son now. The mother, the wife is gone. The the daughter's gone. Your family is now fractured and split. And uh yeah, that's that's what's happening. You're trying to hold on to that house, fam. Let it go. Let it go. Daughter see she might be in the bind. Who knows? Damn, this is a long ass shit. Okay, this is this right here. A previous report. As previously reported, Lou is suing Shayna and Carla, Carla's sister, Pam Vogue. Okay. He's also suing his sister-in-law. I would, I would have, I would have bounced. I would have bounced. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm leaving all these people behind. (laughs) I'm leaving all these people behind. He about to turn green. I'm about to leave the daughter, the mama, and the, y'all can have each other and have whatever the hell you want. Get Y'all can have it all. Let it go, fam. Wash your hands, fam. So now the sister-in-law, the wife, and the daughter teaming up together. And they're really waiting for him to die. That's what they waiting for him, but he taking too long. <laughs> right? He taking too long. 
All right, but it says right here, he previously sued Shayna, his daughter, and Carla's sister, Pam Vogue. The former fitness star claims that the duo tried to manipulate Carla, the wife, and are financially exploiting her since the dementia diagnosis. Court records filed by Lou and obtained by the blast show the actor claiming that the duo attempted to withdraw $500,000 with Carla. He wrote that they were made that they made an attempt knowing that Carla was medically determined as unable to manage her affairs. Lou stated that when Shayna and Vogue, the sister-in-law, took Carla to the bank for the withdrawal, the bank officials called him because of the large amount and suspicious transaction. He requested a temporary restraining order against the two women, which Carla now claims is an attempt to cut her off from the last of her family. In the filing, Carla wrote, while for a long time Lou was willing to allow me to be cared for by our daughter and my sister, as well as hired caretakers, now they... Uh, now that they are calling him out on his abuse, he is taking steps to limit my contact with them. I would actually be hard-pressed to believe that advanced dementia individual could write that. But, man, just imagine, damn, you worked that hard, and he's looking at it, all his hopes and dreams being crushed. <laughs> he's watching it going away. And a court of public opinion is going to say he definitely is the abuser, right? That's the... That's going to be the thing that sticks out in this case. The thing that sticks out is he's bigger. Um, he's definitely the abuser. Now, some of the things that they mentioned could be abuse, could not. Like, it would be hard to prove. He physically intimidated me. I mean, that would probably be every time you talk to him. He could snap you in half. The other things that it was, um, um, he, was uh, he didn't put tracks in the house to get her chairlift or something. I, I don't know, or didn't put a pool gate up was the other accusation. And uh, the other attempts, the attempts from the two women, allegedly what he said to get $500,000 withdrawn from the bank. I think those things stick out to me. Not the abuse claim, but any most divorces now have to include abuse. They have to include that. That's the only way it could be, it could go forward and it could be believable. And then all they have to do is show you the abuser or the alleged abuser. Then they show Lou Ferrigno. And then they show a picture of him flexing in the Incredible Hulk turning green. Tearing up stuff. They show him shooting steroids or eating steroids and pumping iron. They show him out here in Mr. The Universe contest, right? So it's an easy one to believe. Just like if you're a black man and you're, you, any woman runs up in court and says, hey, <laughs> uh, this guy's the abuser. And then you show up with your black skin. They be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. So that's that's a sad situation. Sad to see old people doing this to each other. You figure you could get to the point where you can relax and chill, but obviously not. They still be on your neck. They still be out here plotting, thotting and plotting. And now they have three women against one. And where's the son in all of this? Where's the son in all of this? The sons in these situations here, most of the time they don't want to divide the loyalty up. So they'll say, hey, I'll just stay loyal to mom and dad. And they might even know that the sister might be conniving. But they can't do anything about it. They can't do anything about it. So they just simply just say, uh, the son simply just says, I'll just stay in the middle and I'm going to just stay out of it. And he's never vigilant about doing anything. He's just like, I'm just going to get some peace leave. Yeah. Son can't do nothing about it anyway. There ain't nothing he could do. He can't talk sense to these women. And these women get together. 
This is the manipulation. It's three against one. Now, let me just say this. Three against one in any fight is an unfair fight. Three against one is an unfair fight. So it doesn't matter if it's three midgets and one guy standing there. They can do some damage. It doesn't matter if it's three women and one guy. You can get some damage done. Absolutely. So they're doing the damage. They're doing the damage. Oh, right here. And they're doing the damage on this guy. And sadly enough, you're in your 70s. You wait this long and this happens. And these accusations come out where they destroy you. We've seen accusations come out about older men and they, they not be true. And then by that time, the guy's dead and canceled. All right, let me do this next story and then uh, we'll get into the main event. Why women quit therapy. Why women quit therapy. As you know, therapy is one of these things I've been talking about. Mostly women participate in it. 60% to 70% of the all participants in therapy and counseling are women. They're trying to get more men over there. Um, and then I played it a video from a psychologist or a psychiatrist that said uh, the current model of therapy does not benefit men, right? It's not set up and doesn't have enough people to get, take men's sides or uh, set up for men to actually be successful in it. It's set up to finesse. So even a psycho psychiatrist was saying that, yeah, even though they want more men to do it, it's not ready to receive uh, men or actually benefit their needs. It's probably going to be some shit that, oh, you need to do, right? Take the L. Now, this is the woman that's going to say why women quit therapy. In fact, if you research therapy, there's something called therapy shopping, like parent shopping. What will happen is a person that is hell-bent on trying to find a solution for the reasons why their life is shitty or the reason why they can't get over a certain thing. What they'll do is they'll say to one therapist, they'll work with a therapist, and if that therapist doesn't, that their therapist doesn't agree with them, they'll quit and go to another one. And it is quite common that people have multiple therapists at one time, okay? Mm. Which I think is overkill. I mean, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, what is this therapist? Your physical therapist? Then your mental therapist and your financial therapist? Like, this is weird to have multiple therapists. Like, this tells me about you. But people will have out here multiple therapists and nobody will call them out and say, well, you must be cuckoo. You got multiple therapists? Like, what are you seeing these people for? Like, what are we doing? Mm. What are we doing? This is something you're abusing yourself, obviously. But people won't see it my way because, well, therapy is good. That's what you've been taught. I think this is crazy. This is batshit crazy. So uh, here's what this woman's going to say. And I think, I, I'm, let me see if she, if, she, if she an actual therapist. All right, here we go right here. This woman says, <laughs> therapist says, oh, she is a therapist. Therapist says women abruptly quit therapy when they have to be, uh, have to take accountability. <laughs> okay, yo, really? Like, tell me something I didn't know. What that mean? Therapist says women abruptly quit therapy when they have to take accountability. No shit. This explains why a person could say, I've had 10 therapists and nobody calls them out on their bullshit. People like, obviously, and this also is hints that therapy does not work. Why? Because... It requires a person to take accountability. And if they got to go to multiple therapists to finally get, well, you got to find the one that works hard, works for you. No, it sounds like you're shopping. It says the majority of black women cannot communicate. She says, and this is a black woman, most can, can't even apologize uh, to their own children 
for some things they may have done wrong, let alone their husbands. Let's let this lady cook here. Here we go. So I was talking to a male friend of mine the other day, and he told me that women don't apologize and women can't be held accountable. Really? Now, this might be an epiphany to many people. (laughs) I don't know. It seems quite obvious to me, but let's continue. And I began to really think deeply about this idea. And one of the things that came across my mind is in the last nine months or so of me being in my private practice, I have myself experienced many women, whether they came in as a couple or they came by themselves, they uh, very abruptly discontinued their therapy. Yeah, I mean, this is not a shock at all. This is not a shock. This is why this constant push for this being a solution doesn't make sense. It's like, this does not make sense for you to just be hopping and hopping and hopping. And I'm doing the work. And then what happens is the person that's getting the treatment is oftentimes the worst parent. They're the worst partner. Now, you can't prove it, but the reason why they're going to this is hide behind their mistakes. And hopefully they're like, if I can can narcissistically mask my mistakes and then influence this therapist in private, corner them away, not let the other partner speak. If I can convince this person, then, then they'll agree with me. Now, women are the ones that drive this industry. I told you the statistics. We actually already looked at the statistics. 60 to 70% of them are the consumers and 70% of them are the actual therapists. Like this is a woman-driven industry. This is primarily women doing this. There are some men doing this and God bless you. You're, you're actually seeking out some help where you cannot help yourself. Fine. But what we're also seeing is still manipulation within therapy. Number one, you're not being honest. Number two, you're meeting with the therapist in private. And there's another parent or partner that doesn't get to meet in private. They might not have the time, the resources. They might see this as where is this going. And then they also see you manipulating the therapist. So then when you pull back and say, hey, I don't want to be a part of this, they say, see, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it. And I've seen this happen with kids, with husbands, with boyfriends. The minute the boyfriend objects and says, I ain't doing this shit no more. This isn't fair. And they say, see, that person is not doing the work. Obviously, the, the, the person that is, is agreeing that's not being held accountable wants to continue because they have favor. It's a cope industry. It's super duper cope. And a lot of people with very, very hard uh, 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 problems, like they have uh, very much uh, psychological problems, they'll hide behind being in therapy while I'm in therapy. I'll actually show a video. I'm going to show it. They'll say that, and it's it's synonymous to, there's something here. It's synonymous to something else that we find in dating that people say, well, I'm doing this, so, and then you'll back off. Oh, it's synonymous to he was I was in an abusive relationship, right? It's the same thing. So by the woman saying I was in an abusive relationship, you you just oh man, you poor thing. All right, I see you you so she's automatically the victim. If you're in a situation, the person uses as a cope to get you to back off. Yeah, I went through some trauma, but I'm in therapy. So then you're saying that they're getting better. In fact, I've actually showed you that therapy doesn't cure your issue. Even therapists say this. They're not there to cure. 
They know you might even go through some period. It's like drug a drug addiction. You're going to go through some periods of withdrawal. You might fall back into whatever crisis or trauma that you've had. And most of this is centered around drug abuse or alcohol abuse. I've actually proved that as well. Much of it is centered around drug and alcohol abuse or some sort of sexual abuse. Mostly self-inflicted. They were a whore, and then all of a sudden, they end up, like, we've seen this. I've already proven this stuff with the data. There's there's an underlying thing there, or they're also already on some mental health drugs. So this is a coping industry. It's an industry that's being abused, and I'm going to show you in a minute by another woman. Remind me to show you because I don't have it set up, but this woman gets arrested for a DUI, and she immediately goes to mental health. I'll show you in a minute. This is being abused by narcissists. And if you don't participate, you're automatically the bad guy. See, he doesn't go to therapy, so he the bad guy. He ain't trying to help the situation. Nah, hell no. Nope. Let's continue here. Let her cook. And I started to reflect and really think, you know, what was going on here? And I noticed that after I had to confront them about something, I had to bring to their attention something they were doing that wasn't contributing to the health of the relationship, they became very defensive and very, you know, just very harsh and they stopped coming. And even though the husband would continue to come, he made it very clear that, yeah, she won't apologize. She thinks you're wrong. She thinks you're taking my side. And I began to really reflect like, oh my gosh, is it true that women don't apologize? Is it that women struggle with being held accountable? I'd love your thoughts on this. Me personally, I think it has to do with a person's level of emotional maturity. What do you think? So, I- <laughs> First of all, where has this woman been? What? I, I'm, I'm thoroughly shocked as to how she got this educated. How did you become this educated and you just now figuring this out? <laughs> like what? I have to ask you, what were your classes like to get your credentials? What were your classes like to get these credentials? This to me reeks of, this reeks of your whole study program was a fail. Because this should have been vetted out. This should have been vetted out a long time ago. You should have known in as a therapist coming in that this was the truth. The fuck? How? How did you get through? How did you graduate? And then you didn't. What? I'm just realizing that. Nah. This is crazy. And you will find that lawyers, judges, therapists, counselors, social workers, they all have this. They all have this belief. And then they might find out. 10, 10, 20% of them might find out. But what you're also hearing is manipulation. She's acting like this is an epiphany. What? Wow. I can't. I've noticed in nine months. This is manipulation. Bullshit. I call BS. These all, all these professionals. This is why men just give up. I'm going to just tell you. This is why men give up. This is why they give up on their kids. This is why they give up fighting in court. This is why they give up on counseling and therapy. This is why they give up on uh, trying to fix the marriage. This is why they give up on the baby mama. This is why men walk the hell off. If this woman took three years of PhD programming, she took her certification exam, 
She graduated. She got opened her doors to her business, took clients, and it took her nine months in to figure this out. This is why men don't work shit out. Because before all of that, it's just going to be this right here. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. <laughs> this is crazy. Said it's a mental health crisis and we need more money for research. Is that is that what your belief system is? I think I, I don't think that's true. Damn, wait a minute. Do we not have subscriber only over here? What's going on over in this channel? We had somebody subscribe. Oh, we don't have it on subscriber only. All right, we're gonna change all that. <laughs> all right, we're gonna change all that. Uh I don't think there's a mental health crisis. Now I think there's some crazy ass people out here, but I'm gonna tell you what it is. Then we're going to get on to the main event. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is, and people will not believe me on this one. I think people need mental help. I think people need mental help. We're not in a crisis. You know what kind of crisis we're in? We're in a drug addict and obesity crisis. Mm. <laughs> That's weird. Right? That's where we are at. And if we start right there, you might learn something. Now, when we stop, the, because we know the recreational drugs is going around. We know the coca and the molly and these, the, we know the coca and the molly and all of these drugs that people didn't been, y'all been seeing, you was around in college, you was around in high school, you seen what was going on. Don't act stupid. We're in an addiction crisis, period. And these goddamn drug addicts trying to sober up. That's what's going on. And then to sober them up, you give them mental health meds. And then just, that's where we're at. <laughs> Let's stop it. Let's get these people some drug addiction counseling. Let's get these people some, what about the alcohol? Let's get these alcoholics, these functional alcoholics, get them some sobriety. Then what you're going to do is get these fat people to stop being fat. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> that's what you're going to do. Let's start right there, fam. I don't want to hear no other bullshit. This is all these overdiagnosed ADHD. They've been on pills since they were 12. And now they've been on pills, popping pills, drinking, getting fat. That's where we're at. We got drug addicts out here. And ain't nobody scissor, lean. We got substance abuse problems. Alcoholics. That's where we're at. Dude, that's look, that is number one. And I don't hear nobody addressing this. There used to be places where it was like, oh man, this person's snapping out. Let me see. Let me sell their history. Oh, they do drugs and alcohol. Okay, let, let's get some counseling for that. But no, we got addicts that turn into victims of abuse and mental health. You're a goddamn addict. <laughs> no, try not being an addict. And see how your relationship works. Try not smoking on dope all day. And eating Cheez-Its and Cheetos. See how that ha helps your relationship. But no, there's no money in that. So it's got to be a mental health crisis. This is, this to me, is this, is this is absolutely insane to me. You know what we also have? Again, this woman pointed out, lack of accountability. We have an imbalance of a lot of women accusing men of being terrible people and people believing it. 
So when your relationship can't work, you want to exhibit some control over him. So best thing to do is make him out to be a monster. We've already proven that this is not true. Women are abusers almost at the same rate and or instigated, instigate abuse way more than men. This is proven. This is data. This is even the government CDC acknowledges this. But of course, the man's the monster. He's the one at fault. I think we need to really come to Jesus moment. There's no, there, listen, there's some people out here that are mentally unstable. I think it's more leading to pharmaceutical or substance abuse, alcohol abuse, over-sexualizing yourselves, men and women, out here whoring, and then wondering, there's no side effects to whoring. Yes, there is, men and women. Running around here with body counts over 50, and you wondering why you cuckoo, male and female. You're not supposed to be fornicating this much. And you wonder why you're crazy. That's where we have. We have over-sexualization of each other. Have you noticed that all of these things that we have, now we can smoke weed. Now we can over-sex ourselves. Now we have all this sexual stimulation. We got whores being everywhere, omnipresent everywhere we go when they used to have to hide in a corner or in a brothel. We have all of this stuff. We have obesity. We have everything, but a, now we're in a mental health crisis. This is, dude, I don't understand how you come to that conclusion. Without even acknowledging all these things as potential side effects. We have high divorce. None of these things are the issue why people are cuckoo. No? Got carousel, dating apps, social media, but mental health. No, I, I don't agree. I will never agree with it. I, I will never agree that that's what we need to attack first. We need that, that, that is a, that to me is a symptom. When these people describe these things, they have symptoms. They don't have a, they don't have a disease. They have a symptom. Okay. Why are you feeling this way about yourself? We have also a lot of men that aren't doing anything. They're, they're sedentary. Uh, they're, they're not being productive. They don't have a chance to find a mate when they would want to attach to a mate. We got women out here, their same age group, whoring, sugar dadding. Like, these are symptoms. When you, when you have something, it's a symptom. When you have an issue and you're like, I can't mentally get out of the blocks, that's a symptom. That's not a disease. What is, what is causing this symptom? What is causing your anxiety, depression, your stress? Then boil it down. Then figure it out. But don't just say, okay, well, you have this disease. Let's cure it with these tablets. What, how did you cure it? Because they still have a toxic baby mother. They still have an absent baby father. They still have effed up kids. They're still fat. They still substance abuse. What did you solve? Zero. You solved nothing. What did you solve by singing in a room, in a closed room? And like this woman said, then when all of a sudden says, hey, put down the crack pipe. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep smoking crack and come in and blame my girlfriend, my boyfriend, society, MGTOW, uh, passport, bro. I'm going to keep blaming them. I think this is a disgrace. <laughs> this is a disgrace, and it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense that we keep trying to make this the, the cure. We need to cure mental health. If you look it up, look it up. There is no cure. I'm sorry to tell you, I've done the research on this. There literally is no cure for this. What is there? Let's see if you know what the answer is. What is the 
what is the what happens when you go into mental health? There is no cure. Look it up. What is there only? This would be this would be ring alarms in your head. What is the only thing they seek to do? <laughs> Somebody says sounds like me. And it, when you when you get the answer, then you know that there's no solution to it. What is the answer? There it is. Urban said it. The answer is treatment. We're going to treat it. There's, there's no cure. Anybody that's waiting for mental health to be cured, you're out of your mind. It ain't, it, there's no design cure. There's only treatment. A treatment is not a cure. If you get herpes and you get a treatment for herpes, it's just going to hide the herpes until there's a flare-up. And then when there's a flare-up, you retreat. Or you take medication. There's only treatment. You only manage it, which means there's constant managing of this. So if you're 16 and you go in for treatment, or I'm sorry, you go in for mental health, that means you're a customer. You're a patient forever. That's it. You're, you're not going to get out of it and be like, I feel better. I mean, you can, but that's not the idea. <laughs> that's not the idea. It's the idea is you got to keep working this. It's going to pop back up. You'll have some flare-ups. You'll have a repression. You'll have a thing. That trauma's never healed, so you got to keep. I, I just think, again, if you need help, go get, go get help, especially if you're thinking of harming others or yourself. But I see, let, let me play this video so I can show you what I was talking about here. Uh, this is a, vi wait a minute. <laughs> Why is showing Taylor Swift? Why is this on my screen? Where's the video of that I was going to show you? I think that's a cope. It's an excuse. And it's going to lead you nowhere. It ain't, it ain't leading you to a solution. I, I'm looking for solutions. And stop smoking dope would be number one. Solution number one. Well, there's no harms. Okay, keep being goofy then. All right, that's all I'm going to say. Here's the video of the woman that gets pulled over. For DUI, I want you to notice what she reaches for. The first thing she says is her problem or issue. Remember. Okay, here. There's a greater video on here, but I don't know if I can find it, but uh, we'll pop it up on the screen. So this woman's being arrested or being uh, pulled over, detained for DUI. Let's go ahead and play the video. Remember that I told you that in non-binary? Yeah, I'll try my hardest. Need to know if you have any injuries or anything that would prevent you from doing a standard walk or a turn tonight. Mental health. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it. Wait a minute. I'm going to play it again. I know I want you to hear it. This is why I can't go for this. I can't go for that. And look at her. She got a funny, goofy-ass hat on. Like, this person would belong in a padded room. She dressed uh, like she depressed, like she a slop a lot. She's slovenly. Okay, there's a lot wrong here that she's giving signals that she's got some other issues going on. Let's play the video. That I told you that in non-binary. Yeah, I'll try my hardest. Need to know if you have any injuries or anything that would prevent you from doing a standard walk or a turn tonight. Mental health. Any physical injuries? Mental, yeah. <laughs> now with your right foot, place it in front of your left and a heel to toe touch. Okay, she said any, is he, any physical injuries. She said mentally. Really? That's not a physical disability to prevent you from doing this, but she's got some more to say. Manner, just like this, ma'am. Ma'am. Not call me ma'am, please. I'm All right, so there we go. So don't call me ma'am. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's gone. She cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But as you see, the first gate she rolls up was mental health because if I have mental health issues, you can't proceed forward. And the cops ain't going for that. So now you're not a ma'am. Okay, I mean, listen, you definitely cuckoo. I'm trying my hardest. Okay, April. Okay. It means a lot to me. I'm trying my hardest. You're at a DUI. You're going to get DUI. Okay. I'm sorry, but it's a whole man thing. Just like... I apologize. Let's see if we can move forward from it. I'm sorry. That man thing, it really messed me up. I kind of realized, basically, it's like when you misgender people, the reaction they give kind of reverts back to their true gender. So if this lady doesn't want to be called a ma'am and you call her ma'am by accident, then she'll have like an emotional breakdown and be like really upset. She'll act like a woman about it. She'll act like a woman about it. Or if you go, you know, you find a male to female transitioner and you call them sir. What the fuck you call me? Yeah, they'll freak out and mess up your shit. Testosterone filled response. So you have a testosterone filled response where it's like, all right, you kind of revert back to what you are, you know, from the manufacturer. They always reveal themselves. <laughs> it's manufacturer settings when uh, when you miss. All right. And so, uh, again, what she decided was, I think that woman's lazy and a dope thing. I'm going to just say it right here. I've seen I, I'm looking at how she dressed. She looks like she's at a, a marijuana dispensary all the time. <laughs> just just a. Quick assessment. This woman does not have an empty cupboard of uh she doesn't have she doesn't have an empty cupboard in her house. She has Doritos and Cheetos everywhere. And she's also visits marijuana dispensaries like daily. This one. And she probably takes mental health meds. All right, so her brain kill me's jacked. Now look at her. Like, why would you come outside looking like that? Slovenly and lazy. Then she tried to throw up every what what would happen in a public school. Or a um or a situation, a job, she throws that up. You're dealing with the police and a DUI, a possible felony or a misdemeanor. Your mental health and your gender don't matter right now. But when they throw that up as a flag, hey, listen, it's mental health, it's gender. That matters most. I'm sorry. And then she immediately cries. I'm sorry, that man thing. This is all an escape card. Escaping accountability. Let me escape this situation. And I actually called this out when I was uh, working at colleges and um, high schools. This stuff started around 2000 and 2005 or 2004. Let me take this now. Around that time. And I started to see people say things like this. And I normally started to see it when people were getting in trouble. Right, So when they weren't in trouble, they were doing the partying, the smoking dope, the weed. They could care less. They was thug life. They were aggressive. They were fight. They, they was having fun when they get, you know, as long as there was no trouble. Soon as they started failing classes, soon as they started missing practice, soon as they started getting punished for practice, stuff, stuff they didn't practice, someone would immediately run to them and protect them. They would say, no, hey, they had a traumatic childhood. What? A traumatic childhood? What does that have to do with them not touching the lines when we run in uh, ladders? I have to say ladders. What does that have to do with them not practicing hard? Now, I'm going to call them out for not practicing hard, but someone would immediately run to them. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Don't be mean to them. Don't hold them accountable for their actions. See, what happened was... They grew up without no daddy. What does your daddy have to do with practice right now? What does your daddy have to do about skipping class? 
Then that went into mental health. Then it eventually graduated into that. So at first, it was they grew up disenfranchised. They grew up. They, they brother got shot 15 years ago. 15 years ago. His, they brother didn't get shot yesterday. They brother been dead for 15 years. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, now that I'm going to be telling them, hey, you need to run that drill full speed. And then when they don't, I say, get on the line or I kick them out of practice. Hey, hey, have some, have some compassion, coach. Have some empathy. This person's brother got shot. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm like, when did they get shot? Yesterday? No, nah, when they was five years old. What? <laughs> like, nah, they ain't got nothing to do with it. But of course, then they be like, you're mean. You don't have empathy. Empathy is another word to shut your ass down. That's another word to shut you down. You need to have empathy. Where? <laughs> oh, but it's a shutdown word because you make yourself feel guilty. Oh, maybe I'll be a little more empathetic. Now you've fallen into the trap. You've fallen into the trap. Now you've fallen into it. Now you can't criticize. You can't judge. You can't hold people accountable because, you know what? I've never been in that situation, but I feel for you. I feel for you. <laughs> he said, Coach Ruthless. Man, our world used to be ruthless back in the day. But as soon as they say empathy, that means back off. Back off. It's the same as when a woman says, think about the children. And they be abusing the shit out of the children. They are alienating them for the father. They out there hiding the kids. They playing hide the kids with babysitters. And then as soon as you come in here and put up a little bit of fight for yourself, think about the kids. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry, what? And they'll do it. Let's talk about manipulation next. Let me get to these super chats. And uh, let's see here. I'm going to take this down. Guys, you guys got to know you're being really sucked into weakness. And yes, I'm a little ruthless. I am, I am very ruthless. Like, I, I, will, I will drop and I will just be like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I do, I, I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit more hardcore. I'm a little bit more like I don't, I don't think bullshitting your way out of things is a solution. Now, you can do it, but I won't be around. I won't be around you. If you want to bullshit your way around it, go ahead. But I'm not going to be a part of it, so I'll just move myself. And you can either call me, hey, he didn't empathize and he gave up. Okay, I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy before I be dragged into this bullshit where there's no cure. Okay? If, if your wife goes through some, or your husband, or your children go through a mental health crisis and you see them Full and well, stanky leg, dr uh, driving cars. You see them on TikTok. You see your wife out there going to girls' nights out. You see them sucking down wine. You see them out there zooted. You see them partying, fornicating. You see it. You see them sober. When, 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 they're, don't wanna, when they want to be mentally, I would say, if they want to be taken seriously, like the Lou Ferrigno situation. The woman has advanced dementia, but she's like, but I can handle my stuff. So they can do adult shit. But then when the accountability come back, now all of a sudden they got issues. If that happens, I literally cut, I save myself. I'm not about to be dragged in that shit. I'm not about to be dragged in it because there's no cure. There's literally no cure. I hate to be hardcore. 
me see here. What that is, is basically they're going to drag you back into the bullshit. Watch this. I'm going to throw this up here because I know people on YouTube, you don't believe what I'm telling you. Watch this. I'm going to read it to you just so you got it. Treating mental illness. Remember, remember, there's a mental health issue. Okay, what do we do with it? Nothing. At this time, most mental illnesses cannot be cured. You see that right there. You see it right there. Okay, so if I don't have a cure, if I don't have an end date, if I don't have a, hey, how long can I expect this cancer to be cured? If I don't got no end date, I ain't playing. <laughs> I'm not playing this game because this only just disables me. Okay, I ain't in it. Then go get some, go get some treatment. And then it says, and then it says, but they usually can be treated effectively to minimize the symptoms. Oh, hell no. <laughs> and allow the individual to function in work, school, or social environment. To begin treatment, an individual needs to see a qualified mental health professional. The first thing the doctor or other mental health professional will do is speak with the individual to find out more about his or her symptoms. How long the symptoms have lasted? How long the... Man, me, I live. Hey, this is a you problem. This is a, this is a you problem. This ain't my problem. Inevitably, what you will find is that if you're the sober one, if you're the one that they're going to blame you for everything in there, mm. everything they're going to do. Okay, he the one, he the strong one, and he's the one that doesn't, he, he lacks empathy. He's the problem. I, I don't see this. I don't see us any way out of this. I don't see any other way out of this. This is crazy. This is absolutely insane in my opinion. All right. I just think this is not going to end well if we continue to take this route. So, again, my question is for people who think there's a crisis, what, what's the cure? I've already told you that that's not the cure. So what is it? What is it? That's what you have to answer. You can't just throw that blanket statement out there. It's a crisis. What's the cure? Anyway. <laughs> Nobody got one. I guarantee you, you ain't going to have nobody that got one. Anyway, this is absolutely insane. I think this is some of the, dude, I've heard this week. I've heard with with college kids. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is either. My solution is protect my own damn neck. Protect my own neck. Anyway. He said the pearly gates. Let's get to these super chats. What are we doing here? The bad guy says 420K in student loan debts completely forgiven debt free. Is that you? What? And that's you. Anyway. Did you have 427? I hope so. Shout out to Embrace the Truth. Formerly Barry CEO says as, a, as someone in the mental health field, I can't tell you how many times I get thanked from fathers and husbands for holding mothers and or wives accountable for a child's action. Facts. Facts. Sometimes the kid will have some mental health issues and the only parent, the only other parent that has mental health issues will be the mother. And they'll be blaming the daddy. And you're like, well, listen, uh, both of y'all got mental health issues. Like, why are you blaming the, I don't have them. You don't want to have them. Uh, but I do have the God complex. 
And as someone, Barry, I have a question for you. You can put it in the regular chat. You don't have to super chat this. What happens when you hold the wives accountable? Do they quit? Do they walk out? Do they fire you on the spot? What do they do when you hold a mother or wife accountable? This is a rare, this is a rarity. Shout out to Face Facts. It says the source of all mental health issues are mother-raised behaviors. Unless you have a diagnosed cognitive disability or impairment, impairment is BS. And a lot of people are self-diagnosed. I actually, I've done several streams on this. So don't think, you're like, where do you get all this information? Many people who say they have something are self-diagnosed. The others have been diagnosed because all psychologists have to diagnose you with something when you come in. It's just a part of their protocol. And we've had mental health people in here confirm that. Is this always true? No, but this is the, we've had source people tell us this. And we've actually wrote, read it. But most people are self-diagnosing, especially younger people. Let me see here. Self-diagnosed. I've actually done so many things on this one. But uh, we're seeing a lot of people, they're self-diagnosing. Watch this. Um, let me see here, just so you can see. But I've already done streams on this. It says right here, teens turn to TikTok in search, in search of mental health diagnosis. While social media can help people feel less alone, using it to evaluate symptoms has several downsides. And I play videos of young women saying, I got this, I got this, and they've never been seen or diagnosed or treated for anything. They're just running over there because they're failing school. I think another thing is they're mentioning here, people feel alone, which is a big one. So people feel alone. They don't know what to do. Women are told to chase this dream, wait, have sex, party, travel in their 20s. And then in their 30s, some of them are alone. They don't know how to deal with this or they don't see this big push to be ambitious. They're alone. Men are alone. They can't. You know, they're 21, 22. They normally would have been trying to get married and at least can date. But people can't even get dating right. They can't even get that right. So men are feeling alone. But a lot of these people are self-diagnosed. This is a crisis. That's the crisis going on. The self-diagnosis. And not only that, the willingness to just be diagnosed with something. I think that's mess. <laughs> Here it is right here. This is another one, source right here. It says right here, TikTok self-diagnoses, why mental health should be left to mental health professionals. Not on TikTok. One survey discovered 50 to 70% increase in internet use, 50%. Okay, they're talking about the social media use here. And they're talking about the self-diagnosis, the dangers of self-diagnosing mental health issues. And the willingness to walk in a bit in a, in a place and just can't wait for them to tell you, you got something. That is crazy to me. Like, you can't wait to be giving all of these diagnoses. You go in there. Hey, doc, I'm in here. I'm a lazy piece of shit. Tell me, tell me what I got. I'm lazy, fat, lethargic, a drug addict, smoke weed. What I got, doc? I know I got something. TikTok told me, so give me something. <laughs> like, and then they walk out. See, I got bipolar. I have a history of borderline. I have a little bit of HDHD. They be proud as hell to say it. I got HDHD. You ever hear a person say they have HDHD? ADHD? They literally proud 
to let you know. That's what tells me. I'll be like, this is weird. Because if I had some ADHD, I might not say nothing. <laughs> right? I might not even tell nobody. I don't want nobody to know there's a stigma. I'll keep this to myself. They literally walk out the door. I have HDHD, ADHD, DDDDDD. They be walking out here with a damn ribbon. Look, I accomplished something. First time in my life, I accomplished something. I have ADHD. Mm. Ain't accomplished nothing else in their life. And they stamp that damn bat right here. They put the sticker right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, you proud of this shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the? <laughs> mm. You really proud. You really proud. Like, come on, fam. Like, what? Uh, this is what, and again, my commentary is not going to be the normie shit. If you're offended by this, Ninja, go do whatever you got to do. I don't care, man. I'm like, you weird. You're a weirdo. You straight up weird. Like, you ain't accomplished nothing else. I got a whole bunch of things that I would tell people I've done in my life before I would even reveal that. <laughs> and this is my therapy, dog. Mm. Hey, listen, if you got some real issues, work your shit out. If you got ADHD for real, work it out. If you got depression and anxiety and stress, go, go get it worked out. Go get it worked out. But they be running around here crazy. Here's my therapy talk spot. Here's my mental health. Here's my prescription. What are we doing? I don't, I don't get it, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you proud of just being like on the fringe of being put in a padded room with a straight jacket? At any moment, you're proud of this. Mm. He said they get a sucker. They get a lollipop. Look, I'm prone to go cuckoo on you at any point. You want a relationship? I, I you, Anybody else, press a one in the chat if you think I'm hitting on something. Press a two in the chat if you think I'm completely out of bounds. Press a one in the chat if you think I'm hitting. You don't have to completely agree. Press a one in the chat. If you think I'm hitting on something, press a two in the chat. If you think I'm out of bounds, <laughs> he said they left already. <laughs> Dude, like 250 people left. Shout out to the good therapists out here. And the brother followed up and he said, uh, they're totally shocked that they've been had, wait, that they've been being, that they're being held accountable. You said, it says had, he says, because all those Facebook groups and mental health books agree with her. He says they either love me or hate me. It's either I'm working with the family for years or I just have one session with them. So they get up out of there. Yeah, they go. They go. You're like, so you have them for years or they leave. All right. Somebody said one and two. Normie's got hurt. I had 250 people leave this stream. They're like, we ain't going for this. By the way, I said nothing that should be triggering to you at all. Okay, if you just don't want to get if you just don't want to get it together, let it be known so I cannot associate with you. Like I don't want to get my life together. Okay. All right, good. All right. Well, I'll be over here. Let me know when you get your shit together. But I'm not going to walk with you. I'm not about to walk with you during your traumatic Hey, man, it is what it is. All right, look. I got to get to these super chats. I can do. I do. Uh, shout out to Face Facts says, I got that one already. And yeah, what about the single mother rate? Super duper high. 
There's no connection. Mystical Free Agent Lifestyle says the cuter mental health starts with accountability and honesty about self and environment. Facts. If, if you're not going to be honest with yourself, I don't know what to tell you. Wisdom Division Production says the solution to mental health is ultimately in the mirror. Therapy never helped me. Exercise helped diet eliminating addictions helped me way more. And again, we're not putting down therapy completely. We're just saying if you just use that as the sole source, I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it, man. I'm going to need to see some muscles. I'm going to need to see you jog a mile. I'm going to see you need to put the Krispy creams down. But if you keep coming in looking like you've been just uh, soaking in donuts and then you want to tell me you go in therapy, that don't count. And you're still acting neurotic and crazy. He says it's also, Wisdom Vision says, also admitting you have mental illness doesn't make life easier. You now get to play life on Dark Souls difficulty. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, you literally about to go through life. It should be harder. And you should be aware that it's going to be harder. It's a tough, tough, tough conversation. But we need more people on my side of the argument to be able to express this. Because just saying there's a mental health crisis and mental health is real ain't no, it ain't going to solve nothing, in my opinion. He says, uh, Cortez says, you freed me from the prison of gaslighting. Yep, I will refuse to get gaslit. I refuse. I know a back away, back down phrase when I hear one. And I'm hearing way too many. Don't hold me accountable. Back down. Don't, no, no, I don't want to discuss this. My mental health flaring up. Or it's just like, mm. I think it's despicable, disgraceful. Skittle says, as a veteran with PTSD and a service dog, I'm LOLing. Shout out to you. And look, like I said, anybody that's been to, <laughs> been to war, you were served in the armed forces, I think you get almost an automatic pass for me to be, and you showed up and you said you have mental health. And I would be like, all right, right. I only listened to no overrate person and they just goofy. I'm not about to listen to that. So you're right. Like if you're a veteran and you're like, I have PTSD, dude, you're exposed to so many crazy things, but uh, at least you can laugh at it. That's a completely different thing. Shout out to Kelly says, coach, have you, have you ever known a man to be married 43 years and never, ever cheat or have an affair? Probably not. It's, that's almost impossible to not cheat and be married that long. We got Steven says part of it is part of it is no accountability. It ain't my fault. Another part is people trying to self-medicate because they are not happy 24-7. And it could be expectations of life too, right? We do have a belief that people should be rewarded, uh, kind of like a socialist belief. There should be rewards for people even if they don't do the work, you know, similar to the, participation trophy and it could be parenting as well there's some parents i believe in parenting i don't believe kids should be the parents friend that doesn't mean you're completely you know mean to your kid but this whole thing i think people coddling kids there's there's definitely that going on and then the kid gets out in the real world and get crushed nobody's gonna cut my dino chicken nuggets nobody's gonna break my graham crackers how dare them Right? How dare you? Nobody's going to buy my bullshit. Nobody's going to give me a promotion. Nope. So they come out in the real world, and the real world hammers them with reality. Then they're like, hey, this ain't right. <laughs> my mother used to do this. Dude, there, I heard a story of a guy. He graduated college. He went to interview at a prestigious money marketing investment firm. Like, they're well-known. 
And this dude's mother dropped, walked him into the interview. Walked him in like walking this ninja in to check in to middle school. And they were flabbergasted. They were like, is your, your mom walked you into the building? This is, a, this is a worldwide known firm. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like, yo, that's the definition of parents that can't let go. You can't let go of your kids. And I'm going to tell you this as a parent. Not being able, because uh, we, we do tease Gen Z of not moving out and getting on your shit. But I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a carrot, Gen Z. Your parents are codependent on you. Your parents refuse to let you go. And you will be like this until you're 30. Your parents don't want to let you go. Because you're the only thing that defines them. They're losers already. They're losers in life without identifying with you. And they didn't process losing you at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. They haven't processed it. They're using you for financial gain, tax write-offs, and or EBT or whatever. Or maybe to prevent another parent from seeing you. And they can't let you go. And they're sabotaging you as we speak. Oh, baby, just save for your house down payment. You don't have to leave here. That's contributing. Somebody said Jordan, P- parent, uh, Jordan Peterson speaks about this. These parents cannot let their kids go. Do you, you realize? I'm going to just give you some examples. Sorry to take it here, though. I'm going to take it here. There's parents that when their kids want to be Olympians in gymnastics and when their kids want to be tennis players, their parents have to let go. They have to let them go. And they have to let them go at a young age, 8, 10, 11, 12. Venus and Serena Williams, although the dad coached them up until 12 or 13, he had to let them go to Florida, and he had to let them go. He had to put them in the hands of the people to make them even greater than they were, to basically mold you into what you needed to be. Parents have had to let their kids go to the military. Hey, you 16, enlist, 17, 18, sorry, 17, you enlist, 18, shipped off, go. You see in the world, go. Let they ask, go. Unfortunately, I'm not telling you that's the best scenario. I'm just saying parents had to let go. Fathers had to let their daughter go. That's your husband, that's your man. I'm no longer the man in your life. I'm passing, I'm walking you down the aisle, I'm giving you to this man. That's letting them go. Yeah. Some people have to sell their kids and the sex slavery is sad, but a lot of parents let them go. I'm just telling you, sad, that's a sad scenario. But in America, we don't let them go. We don't want them to do better than us. We don't want them, we want them to constantly be under our thumb, under our control. And I think much of it has to do with, I think much of it has to do with your parent ain't shit without you. Yep, boarding school. All right, you, you 14, you need to go to boarding school. And people find these things inhumane. Uh, how could you do that for your kid? It's for them. It's for them, it ain't for me. 
But if you remove the kid from the parent, the parent is undefined. They don't know what to do next. So not only does the kid know, not know what to do next, the parent doesn't know what to do next. What do I do next with my life? They got no plan. You're going to forever be a mother. You're forever going to be a father. You're ever going to be defined for your skill or lack of skill as a parent. But when you're no longer a, a parent to a minor, you got to let them kids go. Got to let them go and see the world. Get them, go let them learn. And then now who are you? Who are you now? You better have a plan because you're no longer mommy or daddy. You're mom and dad. And you're now have to work and that's only you. This is what's happening to us. Parents can't let go of their kids. So you're seeing a lot of parents going to nightclubs with their daughter. Double dates with their daughter. Doing Instagram with their daughter. Their daughter, 25 years old. Uh, guess who's the mother and the daughter? Yo, this is a sad, sad world that we're living in. The mother can't let go of the daughter. They still got to be all up in the daughter's business. All up in the daughter. Sad. Anyway. Shout out to Paul. Says obesity and addiction problems 100% so well said. Overeating and over effing. Indeed. Uh, sexuality, although we do talk about a lot of sexuality and debauchery, I do say you need to protect your mental health, your physical health when it comes to all of this sex. Because I don't think it's certainly not good for women. And it can be damaging for men. It can have damages. I've always admitted this. It can be damaging for you as well. So protect yourself. Shout out to Michael R.C. God Allah doing Gar's work out here. Like the, mo the more chocolate in Morpheus. He says, a lot of these things you're saying I knew were bullshit from mainstream, but never had anyone to talk to about or give us the real like you. Thanks for doing what you do and telling the truth. A lot of people think, a lot of people think that, um, a lot of people think that you, um, for the most part, you're alone in your thinking. But a lot of people can't say this. You can't say this at your job. You can't say this at your you can't say this at your um at your school. You can't say these things. You can't say this at normie events. You can't say this at your family reunion. You can't say these things at a funeral. You can't say these things. Most people can't say this on social media. They're scared to say it. Because the repercussions are people think you're you're saying that there's no problem. And that's how they gaslight you. So you're saying there's no problem? Bullshit. I'm not saying there's no problem. I'm saying you're making this mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Where are we at? Trenisha says, there are people who have real mental illnesses and they don't get help. I saw a black man, I think you said a black man, walking at a bus station, sagging with his butt cheeks out, his bare butt cheeks, one less husband or father for black women, and he wasn't obese. Well, obviously, if he's homeless and he's doing that, yeah, so what do you do? And here's the problem. Here's the problem. That, uh, that's an obvious one. See, that, that scenario that you presented would be an obvious one that I would not disagree with. But these fat, chunky-ass kids and these lazy-ass parents, that's who I'm talking about, <laughs> right? 
I'm not talking about some dude, obviously, who's half naked walking on the bus stop. He obviously needs help. Most homeless people have mental health issues, mostly related to drugs or a traumatic event, military, uh, divorce. Yeah, that's why they out there. Most of it, drugs. As I said, drugs. And that guy probably is an addict. So is it mental health or is he an addict? He's probably an addict. He's probably, yes, somebody said it could be drugs. That person does not have mental health issues because he had mental health issues and he was let out of the hospital. He probably started as an addict. Let's go back to what I said first. Obesity, lifestyle, addiction. I guarantee you that guy has an addiction issue. So let's start there. Let's see if we can get him some help with some addiction. All right, anyway. Julia R. says Canada's, Canada uses mental health as a reason for medically assisted self-deletion. It's alarming. Last one, Wisdom Vision Production says my pops had a mental breakdown when I left. When I left to go live with roommates and spread my wings, couldn't believe his reaction, but what you say makes sense. You'll see parents, they can't let you go. My mother, thank God, she was ready for me to go. My mother did not have a breakdown when I left. And uh, she was like, get out. She, would, she didn't say get out. But when I said I'm moving, she was like, good. <laughs> so she can live her life. And my mother was never shy at saying that. I was ready to live my life. I have been with you. I raised you. You know, uh, I saw you growing up. And I was, you know, I was a grown, I was a grown man with this woman. In, in her house. She couldn't live her life. She couldn't come and go. She couldn't take the next chapter. And I'm also, you know, bigger, you know, more muscular, uh, com- not, you know, confrontational. I didn't have to listen to her. I'm a grown man, but I don't support myself. I didn't support myself. She like, you ain't grown till you can support yourself, mother sucker. So then I had to go on the journey and say, let me become a man. I mean, become a man. And a lot of people will say, well, she didn't love you. That's bullshit. See, this is what we say. Because they can release you to the world, they didn't love you. Oh, she needed to hug you. She, 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 she was selfish. She was selfish. No, she set me up. She set me up because I had to learn. I had to learn. Okay, all right. I got roommates. Moved in room roommates. I had to give roommates. I had to pay bills. I had to work. I had to start doing it right at 18, 19. I was turning 19. And I had to start doing what? Okay, now I got to do this shit on my own. Ain't nobody here going to save me. I end up moving about 30 minutes away from her. That was where I moved away from. Sorry to go off on this tangent. Coddling is never love. In fact, I have a therapist that said that. They said most people who say they're the protector of their child It's often the abuser. They're often preventing them from learning. There was a male therapist that I played that. They'll say oftentimes a parent, one parent will say, I'm protecting this kid from this other parent. And that therapist said, no, you're protecting them from accountability. Like you're, you're not, you're preventing them from being accountable to the other parent. That's all you're doing. And in fact, when the other parent does that with the child or when one parent or any parent does that with the child, what eventually you're doing is um, I had a mindset. 
Uh, but what you're doing is you're preventing anyone else from protecting that child from you. That's the point. So when you protect, when you say I'm the protector of this kid and you keep the kid, you coddle them. The next question is who protects that kid from you? Who? Who could come in then and say, all right, the mom's going overboard. The dad's going overboard. Who protects that kid from that person? Somebody has to. There has to be a balance. There has to be somebody that has checks and balances on that person. Okay, well, what if that person goes overboard? What if that person is not the best protector? What if that person is not the best secure? What if that person has no plan for that person? They protect them, but they don't give them a plan. Who protects that person from that parent? Nobody. Yeah, who watches the watchers? That's, that's the problem that we have. Nobody watches the watcher. Nobody watches the protector. The checks and balances have been removed. And then that person has a sense of, that, that person has all the control. And then anybody that comes in that says, hey, we're here to help that kid, that kid is scared to voice their opinion because you will emotionally um, terrorize them. Somebody says social services, CPS. You got to get CPS in the door. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, anyway. The contractor says my mother wanted to live her life. She called the cops on me, got me removed from the house, stole my car, and got me in these streets when I was 19. Now I'm 34 with the Coogee sweater. He says she wants me back. Oh, no, yeah. Wow. Mm. All right, man, yeah, you got to throw the kid out. It's crazy. So, yeah, if you remove a kid, if you remove a kid and say, I protect, I'm the protective parent, but you can't financially provide for them, and you go to the other parent and say, well, you can't protect them anymore, but you must financially provide. Like, hey, he needs to pay child support, but he can't have access. I have to protect them from him, but he should pay his fair share. See, this is what we, we live in this world. We live in this world today. And then you run out here and tell me mental health is the problem. This is, this is mind-boggling to me. You're seeing all the problems, but you're afraid to call it out. And using mental health as a issue is basically you being a coward. It's a quick, for me, and I hate to gaslight you, but you're just being a coward about it. You don't want to call out the real perpetrators. The public school. Devouring mothers, alcoholic fathers, obesity, which is a person has their own issue that they can't control or self-govern. Lack of accountability. Settling for less. Parents, codependent parents. Drug addiction. Alcohol addiction. Fornication. Divorce. I don't hear nobody going, these are the issues. Single motherhood, single mother raised boys. If you're a woman and you disagree with me or you're a single mother, how's the dating marketplace working out for you? How's the dating marketplace? Do you, are you finding any good men out here? You're having a hard time finding good men. Well, listen to this. One of the reasons why you're having a hard time finding good men is too many of these men have been raised by women 
almost exclusively. Now, who's the problem? Who cares? But we probably should stop preventing, we should start preventing men being raised by mothers exclusively. Let's start there. We don't need to blame nobody, but how about we start making that not the norm? How about we make that less common? It ain't no mental health. Like that, that that's just a that's just a band-aid over the bigger problems. Anyway. And the good men are hiding. See, it's the cowardice of the people who don't want to direct deal with issues head on. Then you find me and I deal with the issues head on, and you want to say, but there's a guy on the bus stop with his booty cheeks out. Who gives a shit about him? Is he actually affecting the ecosystem dating? raising kids is he affecting the ecosystem is he harming anyone no other than himself who cares about that guy and who was talking about him nobody was talking about that guy we're talking about everybody else out here claiming this shit and ain't doing nothing about it no nobody cares about the booty cheeks out guy at the bus stop pause nobody no he's not bothering anyone he's an addict more than likely he probably has been traumatized maybe came from the military disenfranchised Maybe he has PTSD. Maybe he was already mentally unstable, but he's harming nobody on the bus stop. And he's not contributing to any of these problems that we're seeing down the line. Nothing. He has no, he has no dealings. And yes, he probably needs some help, but he's not bothering anybody. And he probably will never bother anybody. Shout out to Steven says these facts Sting a bit, coach. Preach. Facts. Yep. And he ain't even complaining. He ain't even complaining. He's just an eyesore. He just kind of bothers him if you have to take the bus. Oh, shit. He normally don't touch nobody, bother nobody. He probably knows he's in a bad predicament. He probably doesn't want you to eat. He probably doesn't even want you to do anything for him. He doesn't want any money from you. He doesn't want any pity. He knows he's down bad. He doesn't want you to take him to counseling. He doesn't want any of that. He might just want to hit a crack. <laughs> anyway. That's all he wants. He wants some crack. Let me get on to this show right here. Steven. Thank you, brother, uh, Stephen Russell. These facts do sting a bit. But I'm here for the facts only. Manipulation. I guess we'll talk about it. Where's the show at? The three-hour mark? Yeah. Let me do this because I might get in too deep on this subject. I'm going to take a quick break, come back. Thank you for sticking around this long. And if you want to hear this part, survival manipulation, stick with it. If not, all right, go do something with yourself. And don't touch yourself while I'm gone. (laughs) And we out. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which means, you know, a man who... (laughs) This is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay 
when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you gonna find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5.11, let's. All right, we back in here. Get off my screen. All right, we're going to do the main event right now. Thank you for sticking around this long. And uh, this is the greatest show on YouTube, indeed. And we hit hard, man. Listen, and I don't have to be 100% right on this subject matter, but I will make you think about some things. And if you need some help, go get some damn help. Surviving manipulation. What about this? All right, one of the things that we are talking about when women manipulate men, is it out of pure evil? Well, many of our first experiences with manipulation will make us a little bit more, you know, not willing to deal with women. And a lot of men grow up with our nature being willing to give the women. We want to impress women. We want to show her on a good time. We want to take her on a, the fair. We want to pull out chairs. Now, what will happen is women will manipulate you in this situation. Now, they're doing this because they're exercising their options. This is hypergamy. So if you want a simple definition, many of us grew up not knowing anything, and we were told that if we smile, act funny, make her happy, if we actually give her something, take her on a date, drive her in our Chevy, give her an ice cream sundae, take her on a date, pull out her chair, put coats over puddles, give her a gift, give her a flower. We thought we were going to get something from it, and most of the times we didn't. Sometimes we did temporarily, and sometimes we lost it. Many of the times we didn't get something from it, uh, we thought we were lied to. That can sting, and that can prevent men from wanting to give women anything. This can prevent you from wanting to pay for a date. And women will say, why can't you buy a drink or pay for dates? Well, because before I bought drinks for a, a woman, and she took the drink and walked off. That would be manipulation. That would be not doing the right thing. You know what this drink meant. But you said, I'll take it anyway and walk off. Or we gave ourselves a marriage, we gave her kids, and then the woman divorced us. Or we gave, uh, uh, we took a woman out for a date, we only found out it was a foodie call. And she used us for a meal. Now, men will constantly deal with these things. And women will say men play games. In essence, they play these same games too, and they've been playing them since the very beginning. Valentine's Day, you're in the fourth grade. You write, hey, be my Valentine. She gets it. Then she shows everybody, hey, look at this loser right here gave me the Valentine. He has a crush on me, and he has a snotty nose. That's an example of manipulation, right? You gave a woman something to be secretive. You were extending a, a, a something of uh, that, that, that you wanted to be a secret, if you will, and then she exposed it. That's a manipulation tactic. She's using that to show that, hey, Hey, I have value. I have all these people. Or she'll show the 18 uh, Valentine's cards. Hey, look at 18 guys. That's a manipulation, right? I have value. I have more value than you. And many men experience this when we're young. This leads us to have certain beliefs when we're older. Now, these beliefs will lead to rage, hate, giving up, quitting, MGTOW, passport. We eventually try to make an adjustment. Free agent lifestyle, all of it, red pill. Much of it was because we did something to think that we were going to do something nice for someone, and then we got manipulated. 
This happens to women as well, but this is normally the higher tier male that breaks their heart. Then they try to fall down the rung. But let's talk about some other manipulation tactics. And we kind of address one here, elephant in the room. And everybody remembers the first woman to break your heart in this manner. And we do have to understand that this does create a little pain and hurt. And then it makes you not willing to give. Well, I'm not, I'm not only going to pay $40 for a date. These type of things. Because women have manipulated you in this situation. They've taken advantage of you. All right. Um, let's go here. Where's my notes? All right. Here, here's a note right here. Okay. So the woman that did this first type of, I'm only going to do three since we're running long. The first type of manipulation that we normally face here is a woman that says she doesn't know what she did wrong. Okay, she doesn't know what she did wrong. This is a subtle manipulation tactic that is almost inexplicable. Now, if you're a person that calls out people bullshit, it's never inexplicable. If you're a person that never gives women the benefit of the doubt and you keep your foot on their neck, you never let them get away with this shit. But this is a big one that they use on you. It is a big Jedi mind trick. And it does try to insinuate that men and women can't communicate, that women somehow can't understand men. But this is a huge manipulation tactic. And I'm going to show you a video that I showed you earlier of a woman saying as much and then showing you, uh, showing you why I think she's manipulating. Where's the video? Uh, here it is right here. I'm going to show you word for word. Here it is right here. I don't know what happened. All right, so there it is right there. That's all you need to know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know, I don't know why this happened to me. I don't know why this response was, I don't know why. I have no clue. This is a huge manipulation tactic. What she's trying to do is make it seem like, what people would call it gaslighting. People make it seem like she's the moral compass I'm not taking accountability for anything that I did. In fact, I could never do anything wrong. Look at me. I'm a, just a hopeless little woman. I'm just a woman. I'm just a naive, hopeless little. I don't know why I went frolicking through the roses and there was the big bad wolf in a house with a granny hat on showing his teeth. Yes, indeed. Yes. I, I, don't, show I don't know what happened. Now, she then goes to explain what happened? Okay. But this is straight up manipulation. It's just removing all accountability. And as you can see on her face, this face that you see is a woman that got beat over the head and she's not being honest. This is their kind of a stoic face. She's refusing to see herself in the mirror. I refuse to understand. I don't know what happened. Let me go ahead and let me show it again. And I'll give you another example here. Here we go. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to know. I don't know what happened. Oh, you know. And you know every goddamn detail. You know every detail. You can tell me where every stop along the way. You can tell me what was wearing. What, you know what happened. But what you, did, you don't like is these consequences. What you don't like is the results. What you should say is, I don't like what happened to me. That would be more common. That would be make more sense. I don't like what happened to me. Okay, that makes sense because that's self-reflective. But then say, I don't know what happened. Everybody else out here crazy. And I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know what I did wrong. In fact, it's impossible that I did anything wrong. In fact, the other person is to blame. 
100%. And it's all Jermaine Fuchs. It's always Jermaine Fuchs. If you hear this, this is straight up um, manipulation, right? So uh, eventually what you'll, what you'll find is that that person will never be able to be rationalized and they refuse to hear you out. The next one is going to be, I don't understand, right? I don't understand what you're trying to say. Like what? That makes no sense at all. Gaslighting. What? You're crazy. That, that, I, I can't believe you said that. Gaslighting. Manipulation. Not dealing with the problem head on. These, these type of things here were like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. You could talk to them today, blue in the face. She's just saying, I refuse to understand. I'm digging my heels into the ground. Now, what that's going to do with men, because we seek, right? We seek a solution. And we're trying to get the solution. Unfortunately, sometimes we can come off like new Ferrigno. And we want to be direct as much as possible, not always. Sometimes we don't, we'll not be direct, not as to hurt her feelings. We're also not wanting to hurt her feelings. And sometimes because we're impatient and direct, we might then call her names. Which then is going to make you the abuser. You dumb idiot. You dumb blonde. You fat bitch. You ugly, cockeyed, knock me, right? Some men can't express themselves. So then you'll go into attacks and call them idiot box and all of these things right here. You just a piece of peace. This is then going to put them as the victim. And this is what the intent was anyway. Now she can deflect, redirect it to some sort of situation where you, uh, you, you make me sit down and listen to you with your tirade. Most of the time it's because you said, I don't get it. And you obviously got it. You obviously understood it, but you refuse to understand. And the reason why is men also aren't petty. We don't have need or time for long communications. Some men abuse this by trying to explain shit in long-term form for women and children. Nah, Ninja, give it to him in 30 seconds or less. Give it to him in 30 seconds or left. And he said, the next time I don't, it, it, the next time I see this, if I don't say something, just know I gave in. But because men aren't petty, what we'll do is we'll give up on trying to make our point. Women inherently know this. This is when it becomes manipulation. If she can say, I don't understand as many times as she can, and you say, oh, well, fuck this shit. She won. She got what she wanted. She also gets what she wants if you keep berating her and hitting her upside the head with the talking point. How can you not see what I'm trying to tell you? Now she's got the abuse card. You're yelling at me. It's not what you said. It's how you say it. So these are the type of things that we're seeing that these pseudo-psychotherapists aren't addressing. This even this therapist is out here. Oh, I can't believe women don't take accountability. And we allow people to do this constantly to men and nobody helps men out. Nobody helps the men out. We just simply just say, well, hey, listen, it's uh, it's a form of abuse to keep repeating yourself and talking and, and she's not hearing you. She shut down. Uh, what's the other one? She didn't like the way you said it. She would have agreed with what she said, but you just said it this way. Try saying it this way. No, hell no. See, that's another example of that's another example of men being manipulated. Oh, okay. See, look, it's not what you said, it's what the way you said it. So 
what we're going to teach you is say it this way. And she'll get it. No, she ain't. She ain't going to get it. Have you heard women in this situation? Have you heard Kevin Samuels get 100% consensus of women say, well, I'm going to finally just hear the way you hear what you said instead of the way they said it. They eventually just go back to, I refuse to understand because this. And you'll just give in. You're like, man, forget this. Somebody says therapists doing the same thing. Therapists will do this as well. And one of the weaknesses that men have is that we cannot communicate effectively. One of the strengths that I have is I can communicate effectively, and I believe I'm smarter than the average bear. So I'll tell them to go jump off a bridge if you don't see it my way, <laughs> right? So I'll be like, hey, look, I got great verbiage. I can tell you exactly what it is. I don't bullshit. I don't duh and uh and uh and nah me. I can spell that shit out, and I can write an essay and type that shit out. So there's no lack of understanding here. But a lot of guys give in, and they'll say, whatever. Just let her be happy. Let her, let her get her way. Let her get her way. And it's an equivalent of a toddler throwing a temper tantrum, holding their breath. Mm. I was in the store. I was in the store, and there was a kid in the toy section crying. I was like, what is going on? And it's a kid sitting on the floor holding a toy, crying, fake crying, young girl. And she was with her mother. I did not see a father around. And the kid is crying in between cries is saying, you're a mother and you're a, pa- or you're a parent and you're supposed to love me. And if you, to love me, you got to give me things. <laughs> she was doing this for like five minutes, at least five minutes. And I was in the store. Then the mother was not even near her. The kid could see her. So every time the mother moves around, the mother was not dealing with it directly. The mother was ignoring her. The kid would follow her. And you got to give me this right here. And parents that give kids their stuff, they show love. And you're a bad parent (laughs) because, guys, this is what women do, fam. Mm. This is what women do. They'll act like, they'll hold their breath. They'll kick and scream. You're a man. And what a man's supposed to do is, Then they go to the therapist, they go to the judge, they go to the counsel, they go to their parents, they go to their sister, your sister-in-law. And And guys, the sad part of this, the sad part of this is the manipulation cherry is put on top when you don't see it. Now, this is what you don't see and that many women will not acknowledge. When you're not looking, they will look over at someone and wink. They will high five their girlfriends and partners. Once you say, man, I ain't got no time. Once you turn into Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble and Ralph Cramden and Martin Lawrence in the, in the show. Once you say, man, I ain't tired. So do whatever you want. And you walk out of the room, they be high fiving. They be winking at each other. Got that ninja. See, you don't see that. You don't see that, and they're doing it. They walk into child support hearing crying, he ain't paying no, <laughs> which is a violation. You should object and say leading. They're not supposed to do that. But when they walk out the court, they be like, got that motherfucker. I got him for his shit, and he ain't even going to ever see his kids again, and I got him on $5,000 child support. 
They don't turn into a kid no more. All of a sudden, they a big grown-ass adult. So what they essentially were doing was manipulating you. They do this with the boss. All right, if he call me in here, try to fire me, I'm going to claim I was sexually assaulted by, by, by Ralph. And they'll go in there, and I just I had to try to do the best I could at my job, and, but Ralph kept assaulting me and harassing me. They'll get their judgment check. Got him. Got that punk, and they'll go high-five each other. So this is what I'm telling you. There's people who do this. And they'll give you the manipulation. I just don't understand. And I've just been trying so hard. And I just don't get it. And I just don't understand. And I don't know what I did wrong. I couldn't have done anything wrong. I can't. And they'll high five, wink, got that ninja. They'll do it. And when I say they, I mean all of them. All of them will and have done this. Or they'll say, I got them wrapped around my finger. Or they'll say, I'm training them up well. I'm telling you, man. They'll do it. And you'll give up. So these are the type of manipulation tactics that you do have to watch out. It's subtle. You know it's happening. Your defense is, I'd rather just not deal with it head on. And you'll remove yourself. And you'll let them get away with it. You'll let them get away with it. The last manipulation tactic is, and this is an important one, Getting information from you. Getting information from you. Guys, every single time you give women any bit of information, you shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> right? Mm. Especially when she's asking. Somebody said, uh, Chris Rock said it better. He says they're in it for distance and irritation until you snap. Yeah. They, it, getting you to snap is the ultimate goal. Like everyone, hit me, hit me, hit me. Or they'll sit there and let and record you yelling at them. And they'll sit there, and I just don't know why. And I don't know, and I just love you so much. Oh, uh, Steven, Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder did the exact same thing. The woman, dude, before I get to the last one, Steven Crowder's wife did the exact same thing. She knew she was recorded. She stood there, took all the verbal abuse, took it. Knowing she was recorded, acting stupid, acting like I don't understand, and I'm just a pregnant woman. She lifted her shirt to show her belly. Then, sure enough, went to download the recording. Mm. Downloaded it. <laughs> like, she went immediately right to the hard drive. All right, this was this time. Download, drag. That is a set, that's an example of a subtle manipulation tactic. Amber Heard, same thing. Let me. She set her phone up. Oh, Johnny, I don't know what's wrong, and I'm just a fair weather fair maiden. Oh, woe is me. Why are you pouring that? Why are you slamming those cabinets? Oh, my frail body can't handle this type of energy. I'm looking to help you. I love you, and I'm very generally concerned. And you're pouring a mega pint of wine. Oh, woe is me. But guys, last point, and I got to move on, get out of here, is the fact that any detailed information that you give them is an absolute manipulation tactic. You can tell me. I would never tell anybody my secret's just as good as you. You can just, just tell me. Come on. I just want to know. They want to know a secret. Now, this has been exhibited. 
This has been exhibited, and you should know this. Let me see if I can show you right here. Um, and um, the more you do this, the more you do this, the more you will realize that every time you do it, you're an idiot. Now, everybody remembers this. You're a young child. So every time you give woman information, they will use it against you. Your coworker woman, your 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 team your team member woman, your wife, your girlfriend, uh, your girlfriend's friend. I mean, it doesn't matter. Take a look at this right here. You see this? Yep, your work wife, the secretary. I want you to remember a woman starts asking you questions about your personal life. Well, who are you dating? Who do you have a crush on at work? Who do you have a crush on in the class? Who do you have a crush on in the school? She gathering information for her own good. For her own good. I won't tell nobody. Tell me what type of porn you like. Tell me what type of porn you get off on. I won't tell. Now, this picture right here should tell your mother sucking ass what it is. This is the picture. This is the manipulation. The cartoons then told your ass. Yep, your sister too. Your sister. Your sister will do this to you. Your mama will do this to you. Ninja, every woman in your life will do this. It don't matter. But everybody has, your dumb ass has been in this situation. Now, you're going to see the girl. You're going to see her smile. You're going to see, oh, no. Okay, well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe maybe she, maybe this time. But guess what happens? Your monkey ass fall for it again. Yank. The cartoons tried to tell your ass, damn, why did I believe her? Why did I believe her? Your daughters will do it. Guys, every woman in your life is going to do this. Every woman in your life. Like, I have to tell women, in my, women, even family members, you can't come to my house. <laughs> right? You can't come to my house. They be like, damn, man, that's your family member. I don't give a shit. They can't come to my house. They can't come to my house. Why? They're going to gather intel. They're gathering info. But guess what? Y'all believe that shit. And, um, dude, I've had, I've had a lot of people do this to me. Ex-wives, girlfriends, parents. You know, it's happening. And this manipulation tactic always gets your ass. This is why we tell you, don't tell them anything but instructions and text messages. Don't discuss text messages. Don't discuss anything important in a text message. Never discuss Anything important in a text message. Never, if you have a bad vibe with the woman and she says, call me. Do not call that bitch. Don't. Don't call her. Hey, hey, can we call and have a discussion about? Nope. I'll see you in person. Why can't we just talk about it? I'll see you in person. See, what they want to prevent is the in person because they can't be out here being a a conniving woman. So they want to, they want your dumb ass to call and record your goofy ass on the other side. Pretty obvious. No, I will not be having this discussion over the phone, period. <laughs> They're going to record you. They're going to record you. They're going to record you. Guys, let me just show you again. They're going to record you. And if they send you a message, gaslighting the shit out of you, Take 48 hours to respond. Take a deep breath. Get two sleeps. Then you will have clarity enough to possibly respond. And respond in two sentences or less. 
No long-ass paragraphs. No text. Documented. Please. It's what it is. We discussed this in person. If we cannot discuss it and you feel intimidated, let's get a mediator involved right now. Let's get a mediator. Somewhat that's supposed to be impartial and that ain't gonna let y'all go back and forth and gaslighting, call name, shame, blame, deflect, redirect. We're gonna get this down and I guarantee you that meeting gonna be five minutes because the mediator shouldn't let the bullshit go on. Counselors and therapists will let the bullshit get on. Mediators are supposed to say, hey, this is what he's proposing. This is what you want. What do you want to do? Uh, I don't want to do that. Okay, he, she said you don't want to do that. What do you want to do? All right. Okay, we're at an impasse. Moving on. Stop giving them information. They're going to use it against you every single time. So here's let's do this and we'll wrap it up. No long text messages. Two sentences or less. If you're infuriated or emotional about anything they sent you, only respond 48 hours. You can text them. Give me 48 hours to respond to this. I, and then I give them these instructions already. Uh, so in my divorce here, my instructions is you should anticipate 48 hours response. And you do not deserve a response. Like you're not entitled to a response unless there's something in the agreement that says I must respond to this. All right, but you're not entitled to a response either. Right. You got to set ground rules, ground rules with them because if you don't, they'll keep trying to challenge you. Oh, and last manipulation tactic is that just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mean she's not going to try it 15 more times. She's going to try that tactic 15 more times. Period. She ain't going to stop once. Never in the history of a woman try something and stop once other than cold approaching men. If you do these things and apply these standards and rules and regulations to your life, people will stop fucking with you or you will tell them you can't fuck with me. But, but you will be the bad guy and you better wear it as a badge of honor. You're going to be the narcissist, the deadbeat, the bad guy, the one who ain't helping the situation move forward. You're not communicating and you better wear that as a badge of honor. You'd be like, you damn right. Because you'd rather be that than be manipulated. Trust me. You'd rather be the bad guy than to get your ass in, in a situation where your coworker turned your monkey ass in on sexual harassment because you told her you like uh, uh, Miss Piggy porn. And now she in there with the receipts at your boss's table with the human resource director out around there. And she in there crying about Miss Piggy porn. Be the villain. That's the best position to take for a man in this world. Just say, I'm the villain. And I'm aware it as a badge of honor. There ain't no honor. There ain't no goodness with them. There ain't nothing. There ain't no seeing it their way. There ain't no way eventually I'll come around. Be the victim. I'm sorry. Be the, be the victor. Be the bad guy. And wear it across your chest. I'm the bad guy. Now what? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Look, let me get to these last super chats and get up out of there. Watch these manipulation tactics, and trust me, guys, all women will do these. 
All of them. There's not one woman that will not do any of these. All of them. There's no, not all women will do these. See, did I frame it as evil? No, these aren't evil things. Now, can they have negative uh, effects on you? Yep. But these aren't things that, these are the things that they do to survive day to day. And many times, ooh, last point. Many times, you're not even the intended target of whatever she's doing. This is the last point that you have to understand. You're going to take this personally. <clears throat> Sometimes you're not even the intended target, but you're used. You're used as the front line. You're used as the person to walk out and check landmines. You're used as the means to the end. They can't tell you. They can't tell you that. Many guys have been caught up in that where they got, they got torpedoed. They got caught in the middle. They got caught in the middle of some crossfire and she had to take your ass down. Yep. You caught a stray. Caught a stray. That, that's the, that's the really sad part. You caught a stray. And that happens a lot of times at work happens. Uh, you know, you, you, you're your boy, you're her boyfriend's best friend. Um, and, or you're married, you're in a married couple group. And uh, the woman will say, hey, I heard you tell, did, did you catch my husband at dinner with this woman? And you get caught in the crossfire. Baby mama, she, she just a struggling bitch. And she got to take you down. She just a struggle bitch. And she will never admit that she's struggling. She's just stubborn. So I got to take you down. I got to take you down to the courthouse. I got to do what I got to do. Okay, so guys, sometimes you could just be the means to the end. And they got to destroy you to get what they want. It's just what they do. Yep, you're the fall guy. Uh, and guys, all, all, all of them will and have and are capable of doing this. All. Shout out to JC. I'm sorry. Shout out to Hambino Gambino. My wife, my wife hates that I fish with my older brother on Sundays. Said our son had a fever and he was sleeping. He says, Matt, I had a good time with my brother. He says, said you watch him. Okay, I, I think I got that straight. Um, but I think what you're saying is that this is a manipulation tactic. So this will happen. She knows you're going to go fish on Sunday. Oh, you know what? I'm sick and I can't take care of the kids. This is a manipulation tactic. Oh, my belly hurt. I got diarrhea. I, I need you to stay home and take care of the kids. They'll, they'll torpedo your shit like this for absolutely. All right, JC says, I left home at 16. I got caught in the basement humping my neighbors, <laughs> my neighbor on a dirty laundry, and mom gave me walking papers. My siblings left in their 30s, and he says, my Macedon got a permanent Timberland tracks on her neck, Sean, for real. And don't ever feel bad about taking this approach. Now, if you feel bad and you're like, oh, man, and she goes, <laughs> If she does that and you and you break frame and you say, okay, just this once, just this once, I'll believe you. You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. You're going to be like, damn, I should have listened to myself. And once you get to this position, it's too late. <laughs> I'd rather take the hard road every time than to deal with regret occasionally. I'd rather just say, you know what? I'm going to just save myself every single time. Save myself. 
<laughs> uh, and many women, oh, for the women that say, not me, okay, maybe not you, but you also, your hands aren't clean. Your hands are bloody on this. If you are an educator, an administrator, a principal, a teacher, and you've ever taken a woman's side, a little girl comes into class and says, Taylor, trucker, Hunter, Hunter did this. Devante, Deontay, Dante, Damien did this. And you're an educator, you're an administrator, you work in human resources, you're a judge, you're a therapist, you're a a couples counselor, and you took the woman's word first without talking to that man, social worker, and you didn't talk to the guy, and you addressed the guy with the allegations first instead of giving him an opportunity to tell his story. If you done this, you're just as bad as the manipulator because you should know. You guilty too. If you're a teacher and said, Deontay spit on me, and the girl said, Deontay spit on me, and then you went and punished Deontay and Quantavius, Dontravius, Hunter, Connor, Carter, Tucker, and you punished the guy right off the rip, you just as bad. So your hands ain't dirty. Your hands ain't clean on this. Shout out to the Lord Messiah. Disciple says, I wrote about the cure in my film series. Where can I email and send you a copy? I ain't going to read it. I'm just letting you know. Did you post it on locals? <laughs> he says, if you like, you can promote it. Post it on locals. I just don't be reading emails. <laughs> Where we at? Yeah. And male teachers too. Uh, Tara McAdams. And by the way, Women have learned a long time ago that getting the story out first, that's another form of manipulation. That's another form of manipulation. If a woman says, I'm going to tell, and she walks off, she walks off quick, and she runs to whoever she's telling, you know good and goddamn well Mm. that this woman about to lie. Teacher, teacher, teacher. Don Travius, just know that she about to lie her ass off. She ain't about to tell no truth. <laughs> she ain't about to tell nothing that's true in there. She about to tell a bunch of lies. <laughs> the first story about to be a whole damn lie. She ain't about to take no damn, and this is most of the time, is women. They the first to the courthouse, 70%, 80% file for divorce. They the first call the police. They the first to run to the teacher. They're the first to call up the counselor and the therapist. They're the first one claiming they're the good parent. They're the first one. They got to be the first one with the story. They're the first one to, they're the first one to call CPS. They're the first one. <laughs> soon as, you, as soon as you see that shit, you already know she about to manipulate the hell out of the person. Facts. He said, run, tell that. Shout out to Teron McAdams, shaking my head. I hear my baby mama is right now going over this topic. You hear everything they're doing. I'm revealing the game. Lee Smith says, everything CGA proved is why XXs are natural narcs. Yep. I wouldn't trust any women with any information. Don't ever tell. Don't ever tell. Just say you had some information. You used to steal donuts from the donut store when you was in fifth grade. Nobody knew about it. And now you're 28 years old. Your girlfriend's there. Tell me your deepest, darkest secret. Your dumb ass going to tell that you used to steal donuts. Good. Sure enough, they're going to break up. 
you know what she's going to be in there saying. She's going to tell on you. She's going to run to that donut store. She's going to run in that donut store. She's going to be all over social media. That's why your daddy don't want to be a part of your life because you used to steal donuts in the fifth grade. You already know what's going to happen. You already know. She's going to be in court records. And by further burden, he's used to steal donuts when he was in fifth grade to prove they damn case. I'm just letting you know. Stop talking to these women. I just want you to open up and I want you to share. Nah, this is it right here. This is what you get. This is what you get. Open up my ass, all right? That's, you know, pause. You ain't open up on my ass. Open up your ass. But I ain't telling you a damn thing. Tell me what you think. Tell me your deepest, darkest secret. Tell me something that nobody knows about you. Tell me something you would never tell nobody. Oh, hell no. What? Are you crazy? <laughs> you damn crazy? Hell no. He had a business where he funneled money for the last 15 years. He ain't paid no income taxes. She'll be in there calling the IRS, please. Here we go right here. He says, oh, Alexa says, yeah, girls like the gossip. Oh, and she going to tell somebody else to ensure when she gets snuffed out that the other person knows the secret too. I, I can't connect with you emotionally. I don't need you to. <laughs> I don't need you to know no damn information. Crazy. She going to sing, yep, chirp like a canary. She. Anyway, shout out to our brother Daniel Mack says, I already embraced the bad guy. He says, can I hear that Percy Earl? All right, I see what you, I see what time you on today. Let me see where Percy Earl is. Why? Is Percy Earl over here? I can't find it now. That's what I saw. I saw Taylor Swift up here. I was like, what is this? Oh, I can't find it now. personal down here i can't find it i actually probably i think i closed the page on accident so i have to find it again i have to download it oh no it's a youtube video here it is right here i did find it percy earl says i don't know i'm in a bind percy earl well percy earl can help you get about that bind baby i sure enough can help you do that hey yep come on baby I can help you get some out of that bind. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Taylor Swift, overrated or underrated? People going in on her. And then I do have, let me see if the other ones have any uh, any love over there. Then we're going to get up out of here. Appreciate y'all. People going in, calling Taylor Swift untalented and shit. Shout out to my bro, Dr. Thunder in the building. He says, slow Tuesday. All right, shout out to Cortez says you freed me from the prison of gaslighting. And also, you guys got to understand, I have four sisters. I have uh, been raised, you know, I've had women a part of my life. This, this isn't just relationship stuff I'm talking about. This stuff happens real big time, even with families, friends, uh, women, coworkers. This is all stuff that everybody knows, uh, but you're afraid from it. You're afraid. So anyway, I think I got a couple more. He said black women. Yeah, they do this stuff. And then also attacking your masculinity, another way to do it, right? If they can't get their way, they'll just attack. You gay, you you ugly, you short, you ain't, you skinny, you bird chested, you you just, you can't get girls, you can't, you, you just less of a man, you a blue collar ninja, you ain't got no real job, your little business. I mean, they're very adept at this, and the reason why is to survive. 
if they could not do this, if they did not do this, and they had to go out here and knuckle up to survive, they had to go out here and bow and arrow, they had to go out here and skitty pop pop, they would be dead a long time ago. The whole species wouldn't have. Caitlin says, remember, guys, when a man cheats, it's his fault. When a woman cheats, it's still his fault. Female manipulation, number one. Again, that's no accountability, right? No accountability. And uh, last point on that one is normally, if she is cheating, she'll be hypervigilant on catching you cheating. The reason why is that if she's cheating, if she can get evidence of you cheating, then, of course, it can, um, it can help her in her case for cheating. Then she'll say, what? You push me into his arms. I mean, come on, man. I've been around too long. You push me into his arms and you wouldn't hold me. Oh, another manipulation tactic. I just want to be held. You just don't hold me. If you just hold me, hold me now. Oh, hold my heart. Stay with me. I just want to be held. She'll say that in front of somebody else. If you just hold me. And you guys, that's an, that's a, that what she's saying is she's intimidated. She does want to get out of this conversation. And if you just hold me and you have to hold me no more, I just want to be held. Are you a baby? Are you a child? Are you a baby? Bitch, are you a baby? So she just, just hold me. Hold me. Hold me now. Oh, hold my heart. This is, again, are we equals here? Are we adults? <laughs> oh, hold my heart. <laughs> and then you mad because they know you mad. They know you mad. They know you ain't letting them slide. Oh, hold my heart. <laughs> they be in the ther- in the council therapy. Stay with me. Why won't you stay? And the therapist, she just wants to be held. Hold me now. <laughs> I love that song. If you just hold her, tell her you love her. Nah, that's going to solve the problem. No, hell no, 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 no. Now we just skipped over all the bullshit again. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, where's Wild Boy? He gonna make a he gonna make a video of this. He been making a lot of video. I gotta figure out what to do with these videos. But he been doing all my videos of rapping and singing. All right. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to the coach gang, and we out of here. Peace.